welcome back to Story from the 615. Hello. Ace and I are actually on a call just unlike how the guests usually are. So if the audio sounds weird or we sound weird, that's why we are kind of doing this last minute. Life has been crazy, <laughs> like usual. Yep. And, and there's a huge storm coming that I would rather not be driving in. So here's what you get. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We were going to record in person today and neither of us are willing to travel through bad weather. So here we are. Nope. So here's what you get and don't throw a fit. All right. <laughs> yeah, at least it's coming to you almost on time. Almost on time. A day late, but we'll see. It'll be fine. Yeah, but... it'll it'll be great. Our guest is really good for this week, too, so that makes up for it. Yeah, they're great. Uh, so, But, yeah, let's get into part of the reason why life's been crazy. So um, I had surgery like two weeks ago today. You did. Um, you poor thing. I had a tumor on one of my ovaries. We thought it was a cyst that was just pesky and wasn't going away and was growing. It's fine. It's benign. We're good. It's Still, fine. though. Um, but yeah, I had to just like lay in bed for a week and a half and not do anything, which is really hard for me. Um, yeah, my parents were yelling at me like the first two days cause I wouldn't just sit down or <laughs> lay down and my stitches started bleeding. So, oh God. Yeah. They were not happy with me. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be either. I'd be like, bitch, what are you doing? Go sit down. <laughs> which you'll kind of hear that because we recorded our wonderful guest while I was on Oxycontin. Um, <laughs> I forgot about I'll that. Be, I'll be anxious like to hear how I sound. But anyway, and then life got even crazier because my hometown. So for context, I know I say this so much, but just in case there's somebody that doesn't know, I'm from a small town. Very small town. I, I'm sounding like a broken record at this point, but it's a population of 5,000 people. Um, the one thing that I, well, not, I like a lot of things, but the thing I've always loved most about my town is it was known for having such a great music program in school. Yeah. And it had like a gold winning junior high and high school band every single year for over 30 years. Yeah, total. I mean, it's a big deal. Um, it was huge. That's the only reason that I could move down here is because of that foundation. Well, the damn elementary decided to secretly and sneakily get rid of the music education program um, and push band off from fifth grade till you have to wait until you're in sixth grade. And same with choir. Right. Which is really stupid because you learn, like, that's the foundation of your love of music. Exactly. learning simple things. So I saw this on Facebook of all places and people, when I saw the post, there had been like 40 people that had shared it. And I thought, damn, I wish I could go to the board meeting. I saw this Friday night. So what day was that? We're really recording this last minute. I'm going to out us. Hey. (laughs) Friday night, Friday the 13th of August. And they were supposed to have a school board meeting, which they did on August 16th on that Monday. Well, I thought, okay, people obviously kind of care. Maybe I should. Well, actually, my fiance is like, you and I sign petitions all the time. Start a petition. Yeah. So that's 
what I did. And I thought, uh, you know, maybe 500 people will sign it if I use my digital marketing skills. Um, I got the whole town just fucking ramped up. She did. And like also a lot of people in Nashville too. I mean, including me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I got my friends down here ramped up too and everybody involved. And as of now, it has a little bit over 1400 signatures. Yeah. And, um, I'll get into more. Like it just kind of went insane. Um, everybody in town was talking about it. I didn't go. I could not go to the school board meeting on Monday night, but fifty people showed up. Oh wow! I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, I know. I've saved some of this for on air, but fifty Ooh. people showed up to like publicly complain to the board. Nice. And they actually had to extend the time against protocol for public comment. Oh wow! So more people could talk, and my father and my grandfather went and sat in the front row and this was really cool um they you have to introduce yourself before you make your comment and my dad and my grandpa were two of the first ones to go up and they introduced themselves as my dad and my grandpa and people cheered hey nice so i was i mean that that made me feel like oh wow cool um but people complained the board couldn't say anything because apparently they're just supposed to listen to comments and not comment back. That's weird. It is weird. But a lot of people stood up, even current students that weren't in band or choir stood up and said, Hey, like we need this because like we need as many role models as we can get. And we need kids to see that music is an option for a career. Totally. Oh Yeah. Which was really cool because, I mean, it is, first of all, but it's hard to see that when you're in a small town. Yeah. Um, trying to think, oh, the craziest thing was... I'm ready for this uh, part. I have not heard this part. Maybe you haven't. I got on the local news. Oh, yeah. Okay. I knew that part. But that's um, so exciting. Definitely. Wait. Please talk more about that. Yeah, so this is what's funny. I'm going to out myself here, but change.org, like for each milestone, it tells you like another thing that if you get to this number, this is likely or whatever. And I was at 1,200 signatures and it said, if you get to the, if you get to 1,500, you're more likely to be picked up by the local news. Okay. And I thought, huh, this is a small town. Let me see if I can somehow get this on the news before that board meeting on fr- or Monday night. Totally. Well, I submitted it at like literally like 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night. Okay. To, it's the Terre Haute news. So it's like 45 minutes away from Linton. It's a bigger city. It probably has 50,000 people that live there. Oh, wow. Okay. And, yeah. They emailed me back in five minutes. Nice. And they're like, we want to interview you tomorrow morning. And I was like, what? You want to interview me? And they said, yes. You're so like, I oh, interviewed- fuck. <laughs> no, I was like, you know me. The entertainer in me is like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's no, I don't do blame this. you. And they interviewed me that morning. And it showed. So they had it on primetime news at five and at six. Oh, the night of the school board meeting. And my parents said it's actually aired like three or four more times. 
That's awesome. It's Hell been, yeah. So it's gotten a lot of community traction. Like people are pissed, like in a good way. Um, the WCHI, which is the news, they reached out to the superintendent for comment and they refused to comment. Sounds about right. Um, they know that they're in trouble at this point and now <laughs> it's become my school's worst nightmare. Um, nice. Which is great, but the community is like super happy and on board. Somebody made a Facebook group and his name's Jared Albright and he's like, he's like a sound person in Linton. Okay. Which that's my town. And he is all about it. He's like all hyped up. He made me an admin of the group. Ooh. And the whole group is just like sharing all these old pictures of them and band and choir and just like music class in elementary school and reminiscing. And it's just like really cool to see all that. And see Definitely. Everybody's very happy and it's like to me it's like great it's like oh people really do care about music and as a musician that's important because we don't always get that affirmation because you know people are like oh y'all don't deserve to be paid royalties or all this but um so that's really cool and i'm trying to think oh but the coolest thing to me and I don't think I've not told you this. Ace. Okay, this is the part uh, that I'm ready for. Because uh, I, I thought this is the part you're going to talk about a second ago. So I'm excited. Which I don't know. Oh wait, before I move on to that. Um. Anyway, the school board. Back to the school board meeting. The school board. People shared their grievances, and the school board said, "You know, this actually wasn't our decision." This was the elementary principal's decision. Oh. Which was thrown under the bus. <laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah, nobody wants to take uh, take responsibility for this. No, they don't. And so, the which I was so surprised, the elementary principal, his daughters were both in band. Uh, oh. When I was in high school, his oldest was actually our drum major for a year. Okay. So it made no sense to me. Um, but my dad and my grandpa both made meetings with the superintendent and the principal. Okay. They're going to take notes and then we're going to share it with the whole community, what they say. And then they're going to switch and <laughs> like they're going to compare notes because just in case they switch up what they're telling people. That makes sense. It does, and I think there's a few other people in our community that are making these meetings. Um, this is a really fun side note. The elementary principal is the same principal I had in elementary. And okay. the only time that I was sent to the principal's office of all my elementary years, K through 6, was because I started a petition. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Now I'm wreaking havoc even worse again as an adult. That's amazing. I love this. Um, yeah, my mom raised the hellion. She did. My mom raised me to stand up for what I thought was right, and I did. And Which I've is now good. gotten the community support. We'll share the petition on my or on our social media. I've shared a yeah. little bit on Facebook from our podcast, but. Anyway, yeah, so the coolest thing, though, to me was, so for context, like, 
I probably wouldn't have moved down here without my band director. I Uh, remember this. Oh, my God. I think this is like one of the first conversations we had. Probably. Yeah. So my I had a high school band. Well, all basically all school band director. So my town is small enough that we have one school and we had one band director for fifth through 12th grade. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so in fifth, like it's fifth grade band, then sixth grade band, and then it was like seventh and eighth were together, and then in high school you're all together. Oh, I got you. Okay. So it's not just like you get, you know, the stepping stone as you move up. Yeah, I think but ours was like a touch similar, possibly. Okay. I went to, well, okay, so I went to public school uh, during the time of like elementary into i think it was intermediate or intermediate school is when i changed schools so i definitely like came from a more like public musical background where we just had kind of like group music classes yeah i mean we had some band but it was more like that was more for like the hardcore kids that were like oh my god i'm going to be you know a saxophone player for the rest of my life and i'm like oh god i don't know uh i'll take the xylophone i guess yeah, so we had, like, the general music classes and then, like, band and choir. Okay. Oh, yeah, we had choir. I forgot about that, but... I was never in choir because I don't know why I should have been in choir um, because that would have probably helped a lot, but... Yeah. I was not about group singing. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, it I is like, kind of weird. or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird. I was definitely in uh, choir and it's like it's a weird thing where it's like oh god i would always somehow stand next to one of like the completely tone deaf kids and i'd be like oh my god i'm like where's the (laughs) fucking pitch i'm like okay you don't have it okay you're not paying attention and you didn't even show up so i don't know (laughs) i was like i don't even know where the fuck the pitch is it's fine Anyway, that was our that was my musical experience. But somehow I still ended up here, so you know, that's a thing. Well, band was so popular when I was in school. Ooh, like, I love I'm that. Not sending you like football, basketball, cheerleaders, everybody was in band. Like it was actually Aww. like the cool thing. I like, love that. My high school had four hundred kids. Like, well, not even four hundred. We probably had like three hundred and fifty students. Okay. And our band was one hundred and fifty damn like our high school band like okay it was it was the thing even if you weren't musically inclined like you were in band because <laughs> it was cool like you know I love all that. my friends were in band it was awesome that's so cute we, it is and we had a great band director so i just feel like you have so this is i'm just trying to set the scene here so this totally. band director was my band director from fifth through 11th grade so he unfortunately (laughs) not for him but for everyone else (laughs) he retired after my junior year oh i remember this oh my gosh i'm not (laughs) kidding you he told us that he was retiring i cried nonstop for days oh my gosh and multiple people did like i remember after he told us we were all walking through the hallway crying and the teachers labeled it as like the saddest day ever for Linton Band. Oh wow. 
it was like we were all crying. He worked there for 34 years. Okay. Um, he was the scariest man ever. Oh? But, okay, so he wasn't <laughs> scary, but everybody was terrified of him. Nobody wants to let him down. Um, here's a story to show this. So, okay. in sixth grade band, we had a concert, and one of our drummers was an idiot. <laughs> sounds about, sounds like a drummer. Okay. <laughs> and he played, he played the wrong song, the entire song. Me too. <laughs> and my band, I was a, I played the flute, so and I was like second chair, so I was right in front of him all the time. Oh no! Well, remember, we're sixth graders. <laughs> I can't play the wrong song. And he looked at him, and he, like, did, like, you know, the two eyes thing, like, you point at your eyes, and you point at somebody, like, I'm watching you. Yeah. He did that, and he said, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> and then he then he kicked my stand, and we were like, ah! Me as an instructor of anything. <laughs> and he's also, like, been known to throw chairs at concerts. Like, it's, it's not perfect. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so everybody's terrified of him. Even the school was terrified of him because if he was still working, they would have not done this decision. I'm just telling you now. It's um, like, um, fuck, what is that famous movie that has like the drummer scene? I don't know. Is it Whiplash? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Where it's like you're going, it's like he's having him drum and he's like, you're going too fast. Why are you speeding? Anyway, never mind. I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> kind of. He would. No, don't worry about it. Well, just one thing. So we did band camp every August. Okay. To kind of like learn our halftime routine for football. He would, this man, to get our turns perfect, he would lay in the grass mm-hmm. on his stomach and oh wash your feet. What the fuck? And if you did the turn wrong, he'd go wrong. And then you'd have to get in the back of the line and do it again. Jesus. And until every single person got it perfect, we had to keep doing it. Okay, it is called a whiplash. I was correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I had to know. But I was listening. Luckily, um, I can multitask. But he, and he's also, like, his big thing was, if you are not 15 minutes early, you are late. Okay. So he taught music, and he was a great music instructor. But he also, like, taught you a lot about life. I mean, yeah, that kind of makes sense. He was really funny, too. And, like, there's things that he says that I'll never forget. Like, sometimes the silence in the song says more than, like, you know, the noise. That is so true. Like, yeah, a lot of people, okay, even in, like, music. So, as everybody kind of knows by now, I mean, I kind of sound like a broken record on this part, but I work at a blues bar downtown. Um, and that's, that's so accurate because there's so many bands. So like I've, I've had to watch dozens of bands and dozens of performances, everything like that. And I've enjoyed it. I love it. But that's part of the problem is like, especially with sax players for the love of God, let the song breathe. Like, man, we had this one band. I'm not going to say who it is, but basically God, there was this one sax player that would consistently play out of fucking key the entire song. Like, literally, not even make space for the singer. It would just be like, the entire song. And I'm like, bro. (laughs) It got to the point where, like, I felt bad, but I would just be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. That's mean. But, like, 
sorry i i didn't mean to get so passionate about this but like you have to let a song breathe like you really have to give it space like that that's part of the thing people understand is there's something called dynamics and that's part of dynamics dynamics is like you don't play as loud as you fucking can all the time you play yeah you play like as loud as the song needs or as quiet as the song needs or you leave pauses things like that there's so there's a band i work with called stacy mitch hurt um or the stacy mitch hurt band they're really good at it um with dynamics and everything like that like they're great at taking pauses they know exactly what they're doing they know you know a catalog of songs and they're fantastic at it and they like let the music breathe and everything like that and like they give each other solos and have like special kind of like body language or things like that to let like people know when to solo and so if you don't have that like you're fucked <laughs> like if you if you don't put space in it's bad anyway i'm sorry i'll yeah. get off my tangent but i know you're good. i feel that yeah. in my soul <laughs> and even like how you know recording or even live sound like in band you kind of learn how to build the sound pyramid yeah like, you know, your drums and bass part are going to be a little bit louder because they're, like, low. And just how to build everything. Totally. And yeah. I always played the melody usually as a flute player. So just even, like, with that. songwriting and stuff. So you just kind of, all that musical stuff, he taught a lot about life. And also, every year I did, like, these solo and ensemble competitions. Okay. That was, like, an extra thing that you could do. You didn't have to do it. I'd like go compete at a state level. Nice. So I spent a lot of time with him. It sounds like it. <laughs> and even like for the musicals, except for one year, I did pit band. Okay. And he directed that where you like play the song for the people. The like, songs for actually... the people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But uh, you know how like, <laughs> me. the like we would play like the instrumentals for pe- the people that were singing on stage to sing over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're kind of like a backing instrumental. Yeah, we were like the orchestral pit, but there wasn't. There was only like five or six of us that would do it. You'd play the music for the people. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. It just does. But okay. But, so with all this in the back, everybody adores this man, loves this man, especially me and. One thing I'll never forget is I was a junior, so early junior. So it's time to start thinking about college and what you want to do with your life. Yeah. And for me, like being from a small town, music didn't really seem like a viable option. Um, Okay. So I was planning on being a sports doctor. I don't even know if I knew that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. (laughs) Huh. I actually did not know that. Interesting. Um, yeah, because it had, like, the science and also the sports, and I was obsessed with bones in junior high, but I didn't want to, like, exhume dead people. See, I was the opposite I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to in junior high, but then in high school, I was like, no. But then yeah. I was like, I don't really know if I want to go into the medical field, because I don't want to tell people they have bone cancer or... Oh, God, yeah. They're dying, and, like, I, I just, I would not be a good doctor. Because I cannot compartmentalize, and I get overwhelmed kind of easily sometimes. Oh, same. Not for me, but that was my plan at the time. And he was actually talking to us, because he would actually start... We had band first, 
period of the day, like every year. Oh, that's rough, though. That's early in the morning. Well, I liked it because it started off my day well. And okay, he would always start off with like a 15 minute like talk or speech. Huh. And like they were usually inspiring or sometimes it was just like, oh, this is what we need to be doing. We have a lot to do. This is the plan for today. Okay. Because uh, we also were like, you know, we played at every basketball game, every football game, like home games. Yeah. But we were busy. And then we had to prepare for like state level competitions and concerts and graduation and all that. But one day he was talking about, I know that some of you are thinking about going to college and what you want to do with your life. And he's like, that's hard. But the first thing that comes to your mind after I ask you the next question, that is your answer for your life. Oh, and I was like, okay, what the hell is he going to ask? You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he asked, if you could only do one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? And my only thought was music. Oh, I love that. And I was like, shit, this is going to be hard. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, can I, can I have another chance? Can I answer something else? <laughs> yeah. And because this is... Uh, the, Another background, I kind of felt like Hannah Montana in school. That's like okay. the only comparison I can think of where I always had this love for music, like from a very young age. Like I would memorize albums at like age seven. Totally. Um, and not, not even exaggerating there. And I would like throw concerts for my little gremlin dogs that I had. <laughs> but I, and I would write poems or I would rewrite songs like to fit what I was going through yeah and nobody like really knew I mean my family did I'd even make sims music videos just like for some I remember you telling me about that yeah and people would actually comment on them and be like these are good (laughs) oh you can still look them up they're really cringy but a lot of Taylor Swift songs and a lot of copyright strikes because her old record label <laughs> did not like anybody using her music. <laughs> oh, I know that for a fact. Yikes. I, too. I uh, anyways. <laughs> I, I should probably tell that story later. <laughs> but she, yeah, so I did. I kind of felt like Hannah Montana. Not a lot of people knew that I liked music that much or wanted to do it. So a lot of people like were really surprised. And I was like, yeah, I'm moving to Nashville to get a music business degree and they're like what <laughs> you Who are you oh you write your own music what i like, i feel that I, actually <laughs> so yeah i always kind of felt like hannah montana with that but anyway so that's why i moved down here he means a lot like i told brandon i said for context like taylor swift is my number one influence He's number two, and it's close. Yeah. It's like depending on the day. And Brandon's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, wow, that's a feat for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or for him, I guess, but. I remember I got a picture with him my senior year and, like, cried. <laughs> it's like, Aww. he was a teacher. But anyway, um, and it kind of embarrassing, like, I hope that he doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> I kind of hope he does No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyway, so um, this is the coolest part about this petition is everybody is like reminiscing, you know, about him and 
about how much they love the music program, how much it impacted their life, and we can't let the school do this. Yeah. Well, I he doesn't have any social media at all, but his wife does. Okay. And his wife was actually my sixth grade English teacher, so we're friends on Facebook, and she's really nice too. Um, oh, I hope she. I hope she shows this to her husband <laughs> from Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but she messaged me Monday night, like after the like right after the thing on the news aired. Okay. And she said, "Message from Mike," which is him. His name's Mike Puckett. Which I okay. always say Mr. Puckett because I like he's like called me Mike after I graduated. I was like, I physically cannot do that. You're like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> but she said message from Mike. He misses his message. You want kids to go into the world and make a difference. And you have. Bless you. Aww. And I almost started to cry because I was just like, so I did not expect that. And it made me want to cry because that's like. Again, he's almost Taylor Swift in my brain. Totally. That's so cute. I know. I'm like, okay, I, I can die happy now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I do want to ask before we go any further. Uh, is there a recording somewhere of your interview? Um, Part of it. Okay. Because I want to share that on the page. Okay. I will share that on the page. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to it's ask. It's kind of awkward. It. It's over Zoom, so I'm like, kind of like, you know how Zoom does that weird thing where you're kind of like in a wave. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but I couldn't make it obviously in a night's notice down there or up <laughs> there. I always say down there in the end. But yeah, so that was the coolest thing, and I mean, there's a lot of cool things, but that's so cool. I'm proud of you. Thank you, and it's. To me, this was, which we kind of talk about spirituality, uh, spirituality and everything with our guests, but to me, it was almost like a cosmic sign that this all happened right now. Yeah. Because I'm releasing an album soon. Hell yeah, you are. Called Resilience. And that just fits that theme. Like this whole thing. That's so, so cool. I'm proud of that you. That might be reaching a bit, but yeah, my first single is actually the song Resilient. And this is podcast, I don't know, behind the seat on that. I mean, yeah, this is going to be on the episode, but you're going to get an exclusive thing that Ooh. that single is going to be coming out on October 1st. Hell yeah. And I think that I'm going to do a music video for it, but I think what I'm going to do is for the video dedicate it to my community and the music program and attach the petition to it. Yeah. And um, make the whole video, like all these videos and pictures that everybody's been sharing on Facebook. I love of that. Their time. But yeah, that's a podcast exclusive. Because I don't want it to seem like I'm capitalizing off of this. No, I don't think you are. I want it to be like, yes, support. No. Like, oh, I'm using this for my own advantage because that's not what I'm trying to do. No, I mean, it doesn't come across that way at all. I mean, it comes across as like, I don't know, this is like part of like goes into making music and like 
everything like that and like your drive and your passion kind of where you came from yeah that's what i thought too yeah no i i think if you like i don't know i can't really think of any other um way that like you could even come across like you're capitalizing like i don't know it just like doesn't even come off that way to me at all okay that's good because i was a little bit worried because this i mean gosh i've been working on this freaking album forever and i'm like uh hi yeah (laughs) i don't want it to look like i'm just you know being a dick here no no i don't think that at all i mean your world influences what you write that's true so yeah, I, but, I don't yeah. think it's nah. I don't think it's capitalizing on it. But on that note, do you have any news to say? Um, I don't know. <laughs> do I? Um, no, not really. Um, other than my dog now has to wear a sock when he goes outside, but that's not as exciting <laughs> as your news. <laughs> And very he's very angry. He's very angry about it. <laughs> well, mine is sitting next to me dreaming right now and keeps making these weird noises. Oh, my God. That's amazing. No, he... Oh. Yeah, he uh, he got, like, a weird-ass sunburn. And he was also chasing a lawnmower and decided to dive at the fence at it. And so he, like, <laughs> cut his little toe bean. Oh for his dew claw and so he has not been happy about it and so he started acting out like sunday night at like fucking four in the morning he acted like he was dying and i was really worried and so we took him into the vet and they're like no i just wanted attention that'll be a hundred dollars and i was like oh my god are you serious no it was like 160 i was like i'm literally paying $160 $160 for a fucking cone, some antibiotic ointment, and a bandage. Really? That's how it goes. <laughs> I was like, you fucking dog. But anyway, other than that, I mean, that's uh, just still working a lot. Um, yeah, I get yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Just working. <laughs> working with artists and bands and setting them up. I'm bouncing between like three different venues right now. So, yeah, nothing is nearly ex- ex- as exciting as you, though. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Like I said, I expected 500 signatures at most, and it got that within like 18 hours. Yeah, that's amazing. It was nuts. And even change.org like, has had representatives reach out to me. That's so like, cool your petition's taking off and I'm like thanks <laughs> I, I, yeah I know <laughs> you're like that's helpful <laughs> I know <laughs> okay god bless them I know they try but it's like at, it was at 1200 and they're like have you thought about reaching out to your inner circle to sign <laughs> it, yeah that's why it's at 1200 <laughs> you're like what else do you think I did like <laughs> I know, and they're like, what was it today? They said something. To, oh, they sent me an email today that was almost as ridiculous. It was like, have you thought about telling the school board about this petition? Oh. 
Wow. Uh, thanks for the advice, but they know. They are very aware. Yeah, their algorithm's sometimes a little off. Like with me, it'll be like, have you like signed this Republican document? I'm like, fuck no, I haven't. I like look through my history and like two thirds of it is about Taylor Swift. That's amazing. I'm like, what the? I didn't even know there were this turning Taylor Swift. Oh, should I tell my Taylor Swift story <laughs> that we kind of mentioned earlier? Are. Okay, yeah. so I guess I'm going to out myself a little bit. So I did intern at Insert Record Label. Um, hey, <laughs> I almost said it. Big. Yep. Oh, we're going to get copyright destroyed by just that, by the way. Um, so, oh, yeah. Come fight me. So- <laughs> Scott Will. still follows me on Twitter, and I've literally oh tweeted, hey, unfollow me. <laughs> Honest, yeah, his social media person is slacking a little bit, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Um, Scott himself, he doesn't have a social media person. What am I talking about? <laughs> um. Oh, nobody cares about him anymore. I. <laughs> i kind of do because in a weird way like we just see each other at all these different events and he just comes up to me and will just nod at me and then walk away it's a weird game that both of us have and i'm like i just go hi scott and then he just looks at me and nods and then it was just like and then walks away and then later i'll just see him staring at me and i'm like hello again you're afraid you're a taylor swift fan i mean I he knows me like I've worked for him for a while I know, so <laughs> but anyway so I'm gonna out myself a little bit here so I interned at that company um for about a year or so and it honestly was the best internship I've ever had um honestly the best place that I've ever worked so I'm just gonna put that out there um the section that I worked in was more on the recording side and the production like producing side um, it was a lot of A and R as well, which is artist and repertoire where you go out and find artists assigned to a record label. Um, so that's that's definitely the area that I was in. Um, and I'm still friends with everybody I worked with till this like to this day, and like we still like hang out together and like meet up together, and like I still get to hear about different projects and learn different things and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's honestly was like one of my best like internships like I got to be actually in the studio with a lot of big name artists and my boss would pull up a chair and be like sit down ask questions and I'm like really and he's like yeah go ahead why not I'm like oh shit okay so I'm asking like the lead singer of this band all these questions and I'm allowed to like it it was nuts it was so cool it was like my favorite internship anyway all that being said Say what you will about this company. Um, and I know Maddie has a lot to say about this company. But, and I know a lot of people well, do. Well, some of it, too, is personal. Because some people that I know were treated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, here's the thing. is like, it's... And it's, other people in the industry are like, oh, God, we never want to work with them. Yeah. No, I I'm aware of the of the reputation of this company. <laughs> Ironically, yeah, you're welcome. Um, I it thought that would make reputation. you laugh, <laughs> but so oh my god, did you hear all that popping? 
Yes. <laughs> I stood up. It was my knees and hips. Oh, my God. You poor thing. Sorry, God. No, no, you're good. But so it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, you're going to have bad companies everywhere. You're going to have good and bad experiences depending on who you talk to. I, I don't really believe there's only one company that you're only going to have good experiences at. I mean, yeah, like obviously there were some shitty days, but like, I mean, that's kind of all drops. So my personal experience, I had a great experience at this place. Uh, but that being said, so we would have something where all of the interns would get together in the conference room and we would have presentations. Um, and so it would be from different departments. And basically they would say like, here's what we do. Here's, you know, here's some statistics. Here's, you know, all this stuff. So it'd be like radio would come in or publishing or legal or Scott himself would come in and just be like, oh, hey, here's what I do for this company. And it was really cool. It was really educational. It was great. You got to connect with everybody. You got to meet everybody. I was in like a weird side office. So I never got to interact with any of the other interns. And so it was one of those times where like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like intentional. It was just like we only had space for one intern. So or two interns, actually. So it was one of those things where it was like I never got to interact with like all the head people or I never got to interact with, you know, all the people in the main label, which is fine. So that being said, uh, there was this one time we had a marketing meeting. (laughs) I remember this very specifically. And at the time they were talking about, oh, yeah, we have, you know, oh, what are some ideas that you can think of um, to help boost our marketing or kind of like what here's like what we've been working on. One of them was basically they were taking a lot of major influencers and Mm -hmm. partnering them with artists. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, of course, I raised my hand. I don't think anything of this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So, like, there's a YouTuber named Shane Dawson who's, like, really popular. Uh, again, this is back a couple oh, years God, ago. Stupid. Yeah. Well, again, this is a couple years ago. Um, and no, so, I know, but I'm saying even in that context. Oh, I'm aware. I totally forgot. Because this is, like, when he was, like, trying ranch dressing and, like, trying all the stupid, like, uh, videos and, like, stuff like that. Or he's trying stupid hacks or whatever. When he was like actually kind of like funny, um, and not like either gory or just stupid or racist or be- bestiality is that the word? Anyway, whatever. That being said, uh, alleged bestiality. There we go. Whatever. But basically, I sat there and I was like, oh yeah, um, so yeah, like that might be kind of cool. He has like a ton of followers and like he is has like really good documentary like style videos and blah blah blah. And like I just kind of said that because like on the platform at the time that's what he was doing and he was really talented um and had like really good skills and everything was always like either pretty funny or pretty interesting and so that's kind of what it was back at the time well (laughs) so the head of marketing looks at me and goes what was his name again i said in the back of my brain i went fuck because if y'all remember the blank space music video that he made the parody. Yeah, it was horrible. It I was him for years. So, so yeah, it was so gory. It was so terrible. Literally has him ripping off Taylor's face and sewing it to his face. And killing her. Yes, as part and of it. it to her house. Yes. So it's like extremely gory. Um, I mean, if you want to look it up, go ahead. But like basically saying you're not really missing much. But, um, so anyway, so I totally forgot that video happened. I mean, a hundred percent was like, honestly, old Shane Dawson and like, quote unquote, newer Shane Dawson before like all of his controversies and everything got brought back up. And 
everybody realized no you're still a shitty person um basically i just totally forgot uh <laughs> and i was just like he was like oh yeah shane dawson and then he and then he gets this look of realization on his face and i just literally went silent and just did not say anything for the rest of the day i was like fuck i totally forgot about this like oh my god i'm an idiot so yes yeah, so that that will be my number one embarrassment um so that's what we were kind of <laughs> laughing about earlier is like yeah that that's gonna be my biggest embarrassment with them um i was hella awkward but funny at the same time so anyway so yeah i'm kind of outing myself in the fact that yeah i did actually intern at this label and it was a hard ass gig to get i mean i had to bust my ass and like (sighs) anyway i was still amazing and fantastic but that being said like i i don't comment on the current state uh of the label for a reason um so yeah anyway i don't i don't defend neither do i am i against if that makes sense i just kind of i don't know i i have my feelings i have my thoughts and also some of it's not my business so that's just kind of where i'm at um i don't really think either side is in the right but we can get into that later um but anyway all that being said like yeah i i did intern there a lot of people don't know that um but yeah anyway i don't remember how we got on that Oh yeah, because of my because of what we were laughing about earlier, but yeah. So that's my uh, um, yeah. that's my one of my sleep paralysis demons. So next up, we have our wonderful guest, Mallory Pacific, and so you'll hear us talk about um, wow, what do we talk about? We cover birth charts, we cover um, past spirituality. lives, spirituality, yeah, her um, awesome music, her music, yeah, her music's great, and then. So yeah, so uh, stay tuned. Hear that next. Hi, and welcome back to Stories from the 615. We have an awesome guest today. We do. I am Ace Koontz, one of your hosts. I go by they, them. Oh, I'm Maddie, as you know, if you've listened. I go by (laughs) she, her. Yeah, and today we have uh, Mallory Pacific, not specific, um, who uses she, her, and they, them pronouns. So, hello, Mallory. Yes. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me on here. Totally. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, it's been it's been a minute since we've done an interview, so we're we're both yeah. really excited about it. So, should be yes, good. I love it. But yeah, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about you know your music. Um, I've read. You're a psychic medium. I've read um, you're an LGBTQIA artist. Yeah, just just tell us the, all the things, everything. <laughs> yes, yes, all of that is true. That is that is all accurate. Um, I so I'm from Chicago initially, and I moved to Nashville almost three years, which I don't know how it's been three years already. I feel like <laughs> I moved here like literally last week, but um, yeah, I have been making music since I was 12, and I'm much older than 12 now. <laughs> I am over 30. It okay. has been over 20 years of making music. And yeah, I moved here specifically for that to just like expand my career and to meet new people doing the same thing and kind of more on the energy and wavelength of like, you know, going for the same thing that I'm doing. So 
came to Nashville. Don't don't all musicians end up here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that's awesome. Um, what yeah. kind of what kind of made you make the jump? I mean, obviously, you said you've been writing music for a long time, but from Chicago to Nashville, I feel I feel like we do actually get a lot of like Chicagoans. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know what the word for you guys is, but <laughs> Chicago Chicagoans maybe. I think that's <laughs> that's the one. Um, yeah, there are a lot of people from Chicago here. It's kind of crazy. I think it's because it's close by, but it's also like far enough away. Yeah, um, yeah. And but the Midwest if, and the South have some similarities too. Definitely, for sure, for sure, definitely. I, the only like really big difference is that Chicago is eighty times the size of Nashville. <laughs> it's so <laughs> That's a good big. Point. It is. It's like because it's so much bigger. The culture there is just a lot different because there's like you know so many more people. Like this is just such a tiny Nashville, such a tiny little version of Chicago. <laughs> it's like one little neighborhood, and I love it. That's so funny. It's nice to like slow down and like not because Chicago's so like hustle and bustle and everyone is like moving four thousand miles an hour to you know what I mean? There's like a a real like hustle mentality in Chicago and it's a little bit like I feel like it's a lot different here in Nashville. It's more chill and everyone's kinda like doing their thing, but it's not like, Oh my gosh, you have to do this right now. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, we're we're doing this thing. <laughs> like it is. Totally. Yeah, I've uh, I've been to Chicago once, and I'm originally from Texas, so like Nashville is even bigger from where I'm from. So I was like walking around, and I was oh. like, "Whoa, why are there so many buildings? What's going on? Yep. What's happening?" And like Chicago, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, it's crazy city, and <laughs> it's a beautiful city. There's just so much to do there, but it's like yeah. a very seasonal city because winter there is so long oh, and man. so horrible <sighs> that it's like yeah it's only great in the summertime and then you're like okay i can leave now <laughs> <laughs> Nashville's like good all year i feel like like even winter here is not so bad it snows like what once a year you know yeah, like, that. that's amazing <laughs> we actually have seasons in texas it's like everything's alive and then everything's dead and then everything's alive and then it's bitter cold and absolutely blazing hot and there's no difference so here i was like wow there's actual seasons <laughs> oh see i feel yeah. like there's not seasons here because i'm oh from God. indiana and that's like oh yeah i'm like oh, oh summer spring fall <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and this is just like really hot not quite as hot a little <laughs> bit chilly and then yeah. we get into the really hot again that's fair that's so accurate yeah then it's like <laughs> chicago and indiana like area it's like it goes from super hot in the summer and then you get like a nice fall and then it's like frigid in the winter and then it's a little warm it's like so like each one is a polar opposite of the next it's yeah like that's so funny crazy there i feel like it's a little more consistent you know tennessee weather is like a little more stable than Chicago weather <laughs> yeah <laughs> truly i love that okay so um so we talked about how you're from chicago um that's super cool and then let's i don't know what uh what kind of inspired your music your genre kind of what what inspired you to write like the music you have out now? I was really inspired by eighties music growing up. Um, I love Whitney Houston, and I oh, know wow. that like my music actually doesn't sound like Whitney Houston at all. <laughs> but I am like heavily influenced by her style, like musically, especially like sounds from the eighties and like synths and things like that. I absolutely love that. Nice. Um, and I'm also super inspired by really sad emo music, but I'm like the happiest <laughs> person ever. So it's a very weird, like, <laughs> no, it sounds it. like it's not right, but it, that, you know, they all come together and make something a little bit different than, you know, 
everyday music that you hear because there's so many like different genres that it comes from totally I yeah. love that I've seen a lot of your posts and you do kind of have like a little bit of an 80s mm-hmm. mixed with like Lady Gaga kind of vibe um it's it's yeah. super cool oh, a lot I of colors a lot you. of <laughs> yeah a lot of colors a lot of just it's so funny because I'll be like scrolling through Facebook and I'm like oh my god this is so cool and I'm like oh yeah it's Mallory like it's so cool um I just love it I love all the Thank colors you. all of the you know style everything like that um all your makeup too. I, I love your makeup. It's so cool. Um, Thank but yeah, you. that's so cool. I, I love kind of, I love that the Whitney Houston vibe, eighties vibe. That's really cool. Mixed with like sad emo. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's yeah. awesome. And it's actually, so I'm kind of transitioning into like a darker era of my music in general. Like it's still going to be the same genre, but it's going a little bit more in a darker direction. Um, and so in all the new like photos and things I've done, I'm kind of going with this darker vibe. So that's <laughs> I'll awesome. still be my rainbow self. But now, now I'm starting to show like the other side of me as well, which is like the darker emo. I think mm. it's honestly because I'm a Gemini moon and I don't know how much you both know about astrology, but I, <laughs> it's like, it's literally just polar opposites, two different people basically. And that's me. It's like the Gemini moon. It's, I am literally rainbow and then like goth. You know what I, I mean? I love like, it. I definitely understand yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. We we were just talking about it. Um, we can kind of get into the like astrology side now that you mentioned it, but uh it's it's funny. So I really only know like main signs and stuff like that. I never really learned about like rising moon, stuff like that. I have no clue. I'm not gonna lie. So like I know about it, but for my like own personal self, no idea. <laughs> Um, I know. Well, oh my like gosh, what? I should have pulled both of your charts before this, so I can. I know. I didn't think about it. Slightly read them to you. I do have a question um, though. Um, okay. Yeah. Obviously, like you, you're like hearing our voices. We see each other on Facebook, stuff like that. But, and you, well, okay, you might actually know like my birthday from there. But if you were to guess, just kind of on first blush, like <laughs> what, um, like main sign do you think we are? I'm just, just super curious. Which, keep in mind, audience, I am kind of drugged on. <laughs> Because I had surgery two days ago. So. She's a druggie. No, kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. So I'm, I'm kidding. a little bit more calm than usual. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, honestly, I don't know. I think that I'm a little biased now that I know, Ace, like, what your sign is. Oh, man. Well, Ace, I don't everybody even know could... if I've talked to Maddie True. enough to know. True. Like, That's a good point. Yeah. we'd have. I could probably tell you by the end of this podcast, but it would, like, take a little <laughs> bit of time because... It's truly just reading the type of energy that someone is. And that's, you know, basically what, I mean, it is what astrology is. It's different energies that you possess. So it's like talking with someone, even just for the amount of time that we will today, I'd probably be able to pick up on what type of energy, or at least if not the sign itself, I'd be able to say like, oh, you're an air sign or a water sign. I'd be able to tell fairly quickly. I can see that. But Ace, you're definitely fiery. And that's that's (laughs) accurate as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I it, it's pretty easy to tell um, yeah, on my main sign. I, yes. I again don't know really. I know I was born like early in the morning, but as far as like the actual time, no idea. <laughs> I mean, I know my rising and my moon. Yes, you do. You you know a lot more about it than I do. <laughs> I barely know anything about it, but I'm trying but to learn. It's cool. I mean, it's it's really cool to like research and look into because it's so crazily accurate, especially yeah once you really know yourself. And I don't, I honestly don't feel like I really knew myself until I started getting into astrology. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually true. Like even the bad stuff, yeah. even the stuff about <laughs> me being like moody and like 
emotional and changing my mind, literally polar opposites on a, you know, out of nowhere. And I was like, wow, I really do do that though. And I was like, well, <laughs> knowing that, what am I going to do? I can't really change it if that's just the energy I was like put on this earth with. So how do I like use this? Like, how do I work with this? And how do I work with myself? And that's like how I've gone about astrology is really using it for like personal development and to just know myself better and be able to like love myself more. You know what I mean? Like it really so just cool. makes you love yourself because you're like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy that I do that. And then you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, like I do do that. Like with, with fire signs, especially I'm not, I'm a very watery sign. Um, okay. I'm a cancer stellium, which means I have more wow. than three placements in one sign. And huh. cancer is obviously the most emotional one. And the <laughs> entire Mallory is emotional, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, it's, I'm very true to that, that energy. Absolutely. That's so cool. I, so I, I get a lot of shit from people because I am a Leo dating a Leo. Um, <laughs> but Maddie is such a different Maddie's type definitely of Leo. on like the cancer side of Leo. Like she's very like other Maddie. This other Maddie. So I'm confusing. sorry. It's yeah. so confusing. Jason's girlfriend's name My is girlfriend. Also yes. Um, her name is yeah. Also Maddie. Um, and also Madeline. And also Madeline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, wild. it's so funny. I I know at least eight maddies i think i counted it at one point and i'm like friends with at least eight maddies and i was like what am i doing i'm doing something right apparently <laughs> but um you just have a maddie thing there's just a maddie uh, thing apparently but yeah so so many people <laughs> are like oh my god you're dating a leo because our birth like we're literally a year and a week apart that's like our birthday so like hers is the 23rd and mine is the 30th so of july so it's the funniest thing because it's like everybody's like oh my god but like she's super introverted like Except when she gets like talking about something she loves, she's like, "Oh my god, this and this and this," and it's really cute. But it's so funny because she's more definitely like the cancer side of Leo, where it's mm -hmm. like she's very can be reserved, can be very quiet, emotional things like that, which is so funny. <laughs> and then there's me dating a Scorpio. Yep, you're dating a Scorpio, Maddie. What's your sign? I'm a Libra. Okay, we're supposed to guess by the end of this. You know, <laughs> no, you're fine. fine. You're fine. You're totally but then fine. We were like talking about it, so I thought I'd okay. No, I mean, you're all, good. Honestly, all of that makes sense. Like the the Leo Leo thing can be a little difficult only because Leos love like the spotlight and love attention. Yeah. And I'm a Leo cuss, so I definitely possess that. I'm always like <laughs> everyone just like look at me. Um, but that could be hard. But what's amazing about it is that because the rest of your charts are in different signs like your whole chart is likely not that similar so it yeah. ends up balancing yeah. out even if you have like a few similar signs you know it ends up working and balancing out and that's what makes you so different too because i feel like people know their sun sign because it's the most popular but it's like there's 12 other signs that you could like totally. the energy you could because that's all that different energy and it could be like yeah you know maddie girlfriend maddie might be a little bit more reserved and quiet and you're not and it's just like it's so cool how it all works and like reading through it and then knowing those signs is like, wow. Like, yeah, just, I don't know. I well, love it. It's so interesting. And that's how I like talk to new people too. I like instantly ask people their signs <laughs> or their birthdays because I'm like, yeah. now I instantly know your energy. I know how to communicate with you. I know like 
all this stuff about you just like off the bat you know that's so cool how did you how did you get into because I know you also mentioned um you're a medium things like that how did you get into all this like I'm very because I know we talked about before we started recording we talked about um how we used to actually both be pretty religious all three of us actually um and now we're kind of more in the spiritual realm of things so I just I don't know I'm just curious how did you like get started in this after being in uh I'm assuming Christianity like how did you kind of not that they can't go in hand in hand but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so I actually grew up Catholic like I'm from a very Italian family so we were very like Roman Catholic energy growing up (laughs) totally and then and it's so strict and it was honestly really scary as a child to like have to receive that type of like I don't know. It was like re- receiving love in that way from the church was so scary. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, I don't know, this, is, this doesn't seem right for me. So then I started going to a Baptist church and like that was more open and it was more about like the Bible itself than having rules. And it was more just about like doing what's best for you through the Lord or whatever. You know what I mean? It was more like that. And I, yeah. I like I loved it. I was a worship leader for six years, but I felt like there was something missing. Like I was not fulfilled from it. And I was like, you know, you have to like go give this emotion to God or Jesus or whoever, like connect with this other person. And I was like, that doesn't feel right for me. Like I still feel, I don't feel full. Like I'm not connecting with me. I'm connecting with someone else. And I think it's so important to connect with yourself. And that's how I actually got into astrology and things like that. Um, And as far as like being a medium, I actually, when I was a kid, I had these like abilities and I would like dream, I thought they were dreams because you're a kid and you don't really know any better, but I, or my mom thought they were dreams rather. And I would like tell her something. She was like, that didn't happen. I'm like, yes, it did. Like I saw it happen. Oh <laughs> like crazy God. things like that. I know it's probably like horrifying for a mother to like hear about these weird <laughs> things that her child's seeing. That's like a parent's nightmare, literally. <laughs> it's like straight out of a horror movie, which I always loved horror movies growing up too, which is weird because what kid like loves that. But I just like felt <laughs> like it was a normal thing for me. You know, like, I was just, like, ghosts aren't, like, scary. Ghosts are just, like, there. They're just, like, a thing because I've always kind of seen and felt spirit. Yeah. So it was, like, it was just normal for me. And so watching those, I almost felt, like, more like myself and more accepted when, like, kids were seeing ghosts on, like, in movies and stuff like that. I'm, like, wait, that's me. I used to, like, do seances in the park when I was in, like, grade school. <laughs> Oh that's my god, cool. that's awesome! <laughs> I know, like me and my friends. And honestly, it's probably from the movie Now and Then. Have you both seen that? I um, haven't. I've heard of it though. I've seen it a long oh time ago. It is so good. It is like super old. I think it came out in like '96 or something. But they like do seances in a graveyard, and I was like, I want to do that. And I used to go do it all the time. Me and my friends had some really crazy stuff happen. Like, oh wow, we once did a we once did. A, a seance in the basement of my friend's house. It was like a sleepover. And it was right after Princess Diana died. And we were trying to channel Princess Diana's energy. So we're sitting in a circle (laughs) with like candles, like so creepy. It's like so creepy. (laughs) And we're we're like literally asking for Princess Diana to give us a sign if you're with us. You know, like, but we were serious. Like we we believed it. And so we're, we're just like sitting there doing this thing. And I kid you, we're all like, no one got up a shelf literally fell completely off the wall. Oh, shit. And okay. We all, we all screamed and we're like, um, okay, guess he is here because the shelf literally fell down out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, my God. And that, like, that was so scary. But now I look back and I'm like, I should have, like, had I known the power in that kind of stuff, like, just imagine what I could have done or seen. 
from that. But that's one of my favorite stories about. That's so cool. I, yeah, my sister and I definitely grew up like a little similar. So like I, I am very sensitive to like energies, things like that. Um, I'm, like very sensitive to like haunted things where like I, I'll walk into a house and be like, yeah, this is a weird energy. Like we just, my girlfriend and I just bought a house, um, like a couple months ago and we moved in and like, I like felt this weird energy, but it wasn't like anything benevolent. It was just kind of like, oh, there's something else here. And like, that was kind of it. It wasn't anything like, oh, you know, I'm going to fucking kill you. Anything like that. It was literally (laughs) just like, I don't know. It was just kind of like a nice, just like, there's something else here. Um, yeah. So our neighbor, (laughs) we're talking to our neighbor and he goes, yeah. So the owner died in that house. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry. What? And he was like, yeah. Um, he was getting ready for church and just checked out one day in the master bathroom. And I was like, you mean the bathroom that's next to our bed? I'm sorry. What? (laughs) And it's like, it's weird. I mean, knock on wood, like I'm superstitious as well, but like we, I don't know, we haven't had a lot of like weird things happen. I mean, we've had like some like unexplainable things but nothing like benevolent just kind of like oh things will be in different spots or like oh like i don't know like we'll light a candle and candles will flicker wildly wildly and stuff like that but it's never anything that's like super concerning it's just kind of more of like a nice presence um (laughs) which is funny but honestly so amazing i feel like like that happened for a reason like that person however their life ended or whatever you came in and now they're kind of trying to like communicate through you so that's why they do funny stuff like that and it's actually really good that that's a nice spirit that person (laughs) probably just wants to be like noticed they might be a leo as well honestly let's be serious Um, yeah 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 like they might want to just communicate messages with you it would be really cool um, I don't know how into like meditation you are, but like you can yeah. do some meditation and just see if the spirit like have a notebook with you and kind of just see if you can receive it since you're so sensitive to energies and stuff like that. You might be able to mm. really pick up the messages just by like meditating and then writing down whatever actually comes to you. That's so cool. Oh, that I haven't cool. thought about that. That's a good point. But yeah, so yeah, we uh, so yeah, we grew up like my sister and I, our house like growing up had always been haunted, like weird shit would happen. Like I, I love this. Like, (laughs) but like, I mean, it's funny. So Maddie and I later are going to have like a Halloween episode and we're going to like talk through a bunch of stuff because we both have like haunted experiences. We had a haunted experience together. Yes. At Belmont. Um, our room was like super fucking haunted. Um, I'm not going to say. So yes. Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. It was a southern plantation and yeah. It's something I should have known. It's super. Maybe that's why I always go over there. Yeah, I mean the mansion. It's super haunted. haunted. Oh yeah, the mansion's a hundred percent haunted. I've seen like uh, Adelisha Acklin when we did the tour. I saw her like in the mirror behind me. And oh, I yeah, was just kind of like, like, oh, cool. Night, you see her all the time. <laughs> I love, oh my gosh, that's so wild. I'm, now I'm like, okay, I need to go to Belmont right you now. You do, because yeah. I'm like, like gotta, ninth- gotta end this podcast, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. the ninth most haunted place in Tennessee yeah. a couple years ago. Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? <laughs> they do ghost and, and stores. There is um, the Cosmic Connections is like right across the street. From yeah, that's so I weird love that, that place. that's located there. Oh, it's the best. But like that it's located there when there's like areas haunted that's weird they must have known it's crazy i mean the whole thing is nuts like they still have like so if you go to the bell tower there's a grate in front of it um and if you open that grate which like belmont doesn't 
want us to say this but if you open it um they actually ended up blocking it off but it used to be the old slave tunner tunnels that went all the way up to the mansion um oh my god so yeah they used to have slaves and like secret passageways and all this stuff um and so and our our dorm room was haunted uh because a couple years before we lived there a girl unfortunately like committed suicide in our room um we had no idea it was it was the year before that's right and we were told like it was a different room on a different floor. Like we were just told like, Hey, yeah, this happened in the past, but that's it. And then weird shit started happening like around like when unfortunately that had happened the year before, like things would fall off the walls. Like there were shadow like creatures, there all this stuff happening. And it was wild. Um, like the whole thing was just wild. So yeah, I, I grew up very sensitive to those type of things and like not being able to see like, spirits all the time but like definitely if something's like super like definitely you know like shadow creatures kind of in the corner of your eyes things like that and like things you can't quite catch um to like full apparition so it's like it's weird it's a weird timing but like so i grew up so my sister um who is a scorpio interesting fact um (laughs) she's very much a scorpio um we grew up and it's like my sister would have dreams of things that would happen um so she would have a dream like let's say i don't know it was anything like major but it would be like oh yeah this you know this person came up and talked to her in like a shopping mall or whatever and it was like somebody she didn't know the next day or the next week it would happen so it was like stuff like that where it would just be like kind of predicting like little things in the future it was like super creepy and then she can also like send spirits and things like that but with me it was like if i lost something like it started off when i lost like my favorite toy when i was a kid i would like lose something and i'd be so distraught and i'd be like oh my god i can't find my favorite toy like i'm so upset i'd have a dream about where it was and then i'd find it in that location and i still can do that relatively <laughs> that's definite that's definite clairvoyance <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting um it's super fascinating but yeah so it's just kind of that's kind of how i grew up is like being able to sense these things and being able to do these type of things uh which was super fascinating to me but anyway so yeah <laughs> i love that i love that though and it's like you can be very closed off we're like taught to be very closed off to that because it scares a lot of people totally but it's so amazing that you like knew that you had that and that you've been able to like harvest it and you know, as you like keep moving through it, you'll be able to like unlock more. It becomes easier when you become like more aware of it too, because you're not as like resistant against it. Yeah. So it like just pops in. And that's like how I honestly started really realizing that I had abilities because like something would happen or something would, I'll be like talking to someone and something will like almost give me a headache and I'll have to tell them that. Like I have to like literally interrupt them and tell them otherwise I get a headache. And I'm like, does this mean anything to you? And people will be like, why did you say that? Like, freaked out. <laughs> oh, because cool. what I said Ooh. was, like, so meaningful to them or whatever. I was with a friend once, and literally, my I had such a bad headache, and I kept hearing coral. And I, I was like, I don't know what this means. Like, I don't know coral reefs, the color coral. I don't know what this means. I'm like, does this mean anything to you? Because I'm getting a headache. <laughs> and they're telling me to tell you this, and I need to tell you this. And she, like, started crying. And I was like, <laughs> why are you crying? And she had done a tarot reading like for herself many times and coral keeps coming up in her readings and it has to do with like a certain, it's like connected to the root chakra or something like that. And she like needed to do some healing in that area. And it was like that message was being channeled through me for her. Oh, wow. I know. It's really crazy. Stuff like that happens to me all the time. Like I, I had a recent dream for the same girl and it was like one of our mutual friends came to me in the dream and was mad at me for not being vulnerable and for like having a closed off part and i was like what i'm like no i don't i'm like the 
most emotional human on earth. What are you talking about? And then yesterday was with this girl and realized the message was for her. And I was like, this message is from your friend for you, but it came to me in a dream. Like, this isn't even for me. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, oh my God, that's, that's so wild. Like, I just kind of love like, so going back into when we were talking about like organized religion, things like that. Um, so I, I came from a very, like a pretty Christian background, not necessarily my parents, um, but it's like my grandparents are like Southern Baptists, like super, super oh. Southern Baptists, like mom's side of the family's Catholic, like that type of thing. And then my parents are like religious question mark, like kind of, but yeah. not really. Um, and so it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, I kind of grew up that way. And then being in Texas, it was like I went to a crazy like Christian cult school and stuff like that. So it was kind of I was like closed off to those things so much. Um and so, and then I know, so Maddie is Catholic, this Maddie, not my girlfriend. Yeah. Well, both Maddie's actually, but <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. She, she was, is slash whatever is I'm Catholic. Kinda, yeah, I get that. If her family's I, listening, she's still Catholic. Um, anyway, I'm I, kidding. Was, I was raised Catholic, <laughs> but I don't, I'm not really a practicing Catholic. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's weird. So yeah, I, I definitely kind of grew up to being like closed off to that. Um, and then recently I was just kind of meditating and I was like, Hey, um, I don't know, show me, you know, my spirit guides, which like, I feel so bad. I like was talking about it in a group. And apparently that's like a little bit cultural appropriation, which I didn't realize that obviously I know like spirit animal is because it's with the natives, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that spirit guide is. Um, so that being said, I honestly didn't either. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that until someone know. corrected me and I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so what, what did they say actually? Cause now I'm like, Oh my gosh, you need to know like, yeah um what like coming from their perspective i now i'm like oh my gosh i need to like get myself in touch. no (laughs) no you're so good i didn't know this so um so spirit guides and like spirit animals so spirit animals have to do more with the like native side of things um where i'm trying to figure out how how they explained it basically it's really really in depth like ingrained in their culture into like totem poles things like that and then with spirit guides it's more of their ancestors so it's whenever they channel their like actual ancestors um to show them things so it's like channeling their family so it's very specific like kind of like we use the term non-binary and they use the term two-spirit um it's kind of it's similar but it's like super super like religious and like or not religious but like super spiritual and like has a high meaning to them if that makes sense yeah i guess i didn't realize but i've and now I don't know if I should say, but I've always had like deities or like people yeah. that I follow. Like, and I don't know if it is a spirit guide or if it's just like my, like who I'm a descendant from in many past lives or whatever. Yeah. But like now, now I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to like look into that more and figure out. Like, I don't know. That's really interesting though. It's super interesting. I mean, that, that being said, it's like, um, different sometimes you kind of have have to be careful. I'm not saying this person is wrong or anything that like corrected me, but sometimes you kind of have to be careful because some things that people say are closed are not necessarily closed. Um, if that makes sense. So like mm-hmm. closed practices, yeah. obviously like spirit animals are, but things like that, like using that term, anything like that. But as far as spirit guides, I think they kind of said just more towards like, Oh, what will bring me the most divine energy or what will bring me the best divine energy or what will bring me the best like channel to work through um is kind of what they said is kind of what will bring me the most success i guess in wanting to be led wanting to channel things if that makes sense okay yeah um very that's very cool 
yeah so i felt so bad because i asked i was like oh yeah i was asked to be shown my spirit guides and they're like um what do you mean by that and i was like this and they're like yeah that's cultural appropriation and i was like i'm sorry <laughs> it's like my bad um but yeah. yeah but i will say so i started um researching just a lot so i ended up with <laughs> the uh, so my family doesn't know this so family i'm sorry but i started working with um the pagan god loki um loki they are basically one of the gods of gender and sex and just i don't know it's hard to explain exactly how they are um a lot of people kind of use them as the imagery for the devil which they're not because they happen to have like horns mm-hmm. or they have like a horned um headpiece that they wear um but they're definitely more for like the outcasts of society and like lgbtqia people and like people who are like i don't know just kind of on the fringe of uh society and it's super fascinating because they themselves like loki themselves are um kind of on the fringe of like the other gods um where they're not necessarily they're actually a blood brother of odin they're not actually a descendant or they're not actually like a god if that makes sense so it's it's one of those things where like with the other gods they're not necessarily always considered a god they're kind of on the outside of the circle if that makes sense so they're definitely like a pay like they're definitely a god for those on the outside of the sky the outside of society or those who kind of feel like outcasts um okay which like i definitely identify yeah. with um yeah it's super fascinating with loki or how did you figure out that that was something that yeah how did you connect it it was definitely kind of through it's funny because i never really liked um like the thor like so there's okay so there's different loki so there's the marvel loki and then there's like the pagan loki um and so they are similar there's a lot of crossover but it's just kind of funny because i just i don't know i was just kind of sitting there and i was like yeah like show me um you know show me my guides or show me what uh can lead me and it's one of those things where i was just kind of sitting there and i um i just kind of had an image of like pagan loki and i'd never seen them before i did not know what they looked like anything like that and it's just kind of that's what came to me is like this trickster god um and it's kind of i don't know i was just meditating one day and that's just kind of what came to me um that's amazing yeah it was really cool and it's like yeah they they definitely so there's like different ways that like the different pagan gods can want to work with you um i'm in like a couple different groups on facebook and stuff now that kind of dealt like dive more into different working with different gods like that um where some of them will literally it'll literally be like oh yeah like a like flash of lightning and then they'll just like all of a sudden get like an image of thor or like an image of like lilith which was like the first woman um on earth or things like that and so like it's just super fascinating like it's it's so cool um just to kind of see that and so i had never connected with like marvel like with um kind of thor and marvel and things like that i had never connected on that side because i'm more of like a spider-man person uh (laughs) which is funny and (laughs) i'm more kind of that side so it's like i had never connected with that until i kind of started I don't know just kind of started being contacted and just kind of like seeing different things like one of their (laughs) much to my chagrin one of their signs is spiders and I fucking hate spiders (laughs) and I was like I read that and I was like I swear to god if I wake up with a spider on me I'm going to be very upset um well I was outside it was after a huge rainstorm and I was just kind of chilling on the back porch and all of a sudden there was like a giant spider next to me and I was like okay well that's technically not on me 
but thanks. Like, I literally was like, wait a minute. It had this huge, beautiful web. And I was like, what the hell? It just rained. Like, that makes no sense, you know? And so it's one of those things where I was kind of like, okay. Or like the other day I was with uh, my dad at a restaurant and another like sign of Loki is like flies. Um, There's like different bugs and stuff. And so (laughs) there were like three flies around me and they would not leave me alone. Like one of them was sitting on my boot. One was on my um, backpack. And then another one was on my cup of water. And I was like, what the fuck? So I'm like touching this fly on the cup of water. It's literally letting me hold it. And I'm like, what the hell? My dad was like, okay, that's gross. Like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is so weird. Like I was sitting there and I was like, this is bizarre. Well, we were supposed to go to the Garth Brooks concert that night. Mm -hmm. And if you heard anything about that, we like start driving downtown and it just starts pouring and i was like yeah wasn't there like a pretty bad storm yeah and so i'm just sitting there and like so it was like the fly on the water cup i was like well shit it's supposed to be like this weird storm are you kidding me like wow that was an interesting sign so yeah it's just kind of things like that that are more than like the average thing and it's just i don't know it's made me a lot happier because like one thing you can do to um like Loki loves kids and so like I love like donating to kids or playing with kids and stuff like that and it's just I don't know it's kind of opened my heart more and open myself more to be a lot happier so it's I don't know it's cool cool. (laughs) I enjoy it yeah that's so honestly so awesome and great that you're embracing the like deity or whatever you want to call it that's contacting you like it's so good that you're being open to that because like resisting that doesn't do anybody any good and you're just like going with the flow like yes like totally. have a fly sit on me that's fine like, it doesn't <laughs> embracing it all which is like which is amazing not it's really hard to do so like yeah let that in especially when it's like so spiritual because it can be kind of heavy even if it's a positive thing it's like this is a lot because it's like aligned with your soul and your purpose in your journey so it's like when it comes to you you're like oh my gosh <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's amazing that you're embracing it so much it's it's so cool um that being said like i i want to I mean, if this is okay with you, I kind of want to dive into, like, what do, what do you believe? Like, how do you, yeah. like, what do you feel? Like, what are you connected with? Just out of curiosity. So, I actually collect, or collect, connect <laughs> with um, <laughs> a lot of goddesses. Um, I have a okay. goddess tarot deck, and pretty much every morning, first thing, I pull a card from this goddess deck. Um, and the goddess deck is more about embracing, like, feminine energy, and I... And of course, like, we all have, you know, masculine and feminine energy. And I actually for a really long time didn't embrace my feminine energy at all. Like, I thought that there was something wrong with my feminine energy because people would be like, you're so emotional. You're so this. You cry all the time. (laughs) And it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay, so there's something wrong with these, like, very strong feminine qualities that I have. So I never really embraced it. And then once I was like, you know what? Like, I have both of these energies. I have to utilize them. And then I started researching, I actually did like a life path quiz type thing. Um, And it breaks down all these numbers. And then you basically pick from a list. It's like what deity calls to you. So it could be like a god or a goddess or whoever it might be. Um, And you basically, whoever you connect with from this list based on your life path number is who guides you. So mine, uh, one of mine is Bast or Bastet. Oh, yeah. Okay. like an Egyptian goddess of cats and like very fierce energy and just like embracing and like being powerful. And that's 
absolutely one part of my personality for sure. Yeah. What I need to embrace most in this life going forward is like that type of kind of like CEO energy I always like to say. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And then so my other one, at least right now, I only have the two that I work with at the moment. The other one is Kali or I have such an accent. I always say Kali, but Kali. um, And she's a goddess of like destruction, honestly, but it's mostly for tearing down like old energy and healing. So it's like literally getting rid of all the stuff that, you know, has made you feel badly or whatever, releasing all that and then making it your power. It's like her main thing. That's so cool. So those are the two. Yeah. They're like such badass people. (laughs) (laughs) I, they, they just, I started embracing like styles from them and things like that to just like embody that energy so that like I move forward on my personal path and journey, especially spiritually, but also with just, you know, career and like friendships, family, relationships, things like that. So it's really had me like, it's helped me really own who I am in the way that I am and just make it a thing, you know, just embody. I totally get that. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, definitely. Loki is a little similar to the second one where it's like, yeah, obviously they're a trickster God, but it's like, they, <laughs> they will work, like they will work on you. Like they will bring you into some unfortunate, but kind of funny situations that like kind of make you realize like, oh, I can't take myself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of tear away all of the, you know, preconceived notions. Like one thing that like, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Cause I'll be, um, you know, I'll wake up late and then I'll just kind of get the thought that's like, you really need to take your medicine. And I'm like, I don't feel like getting up. And it's like, you really need to take your medicine. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I'm like, okay, fine. Like, it's like that type of thing where it's just like kind of those like intrusive thoughts of like, hey, you need to do this. Or like, hey, um, don't drink five coffees. Maybe don't do that. Like, (laughs) and it's just like, obviously, I mean, for a lot of people, it could be, you know, your own voice, but it's kind of that connection of, you know, oh, do this, don't do this, you know? So I I get that. That's so cool. that that we're like able to connect with that type of guidance though because it really helps bring out like other parts of our personality especially ones that we're not always the most familiar with and you actually had brought up um Lilith when you were talking kind of about Loki and all that and Lilith in astrology is the opposite of your moon sign so it's actually called the dark moon and it's basically like a part of yourself that's hidden that you're meant to bring out and embrace in this life Hmm. um so when you brought that up, I was like, that's so weird because Lilith like <laughs> has so many amazing meanings. But yeah. like yeah, in the chart, so like um my so my Lilith is in Cancer, which I'm already I have so many signs in Cancer, so you wouldn't think I'd need to embrace it. But I actually like am meant to fully just embrace the emotional part of who I am, and that's literally what I do. Like that's like my brand and what I stand for, like overall. So it's crazy that that's literally in my birth chart that's and it it, like holds true for pretty much every i've read a ton of charts like i kind of do it on the side and everybody's lilith is so accurate to what they need to embrace and it's just so crazy how that's like literally written in the energy of the solar system (laughs) like (laughs) how how it all works is just crazy but it's so cool so cool yeah i love it um okay i also gotta i gotta mention this while we're on this uh subject So you mentioned um, in your form. um, So also, if people haven't listened to our podcast before, um, usually when you're a guest, like we'll send somebody a form that says like, what's your pronouns? What's your backstory? Uh, Anything we should know about you? Things like that or anything you don't want to talk about, blah, 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 that type of thing. 
Um, so that's what I'm looking at right now. But one thing that you mentioned is, okay, I was a queen of Pompeii in a past life. Can you talk about that? I want to know. Yeah, sounds oh, pretty cool. my gosh. I totally did not remember I even put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> this story is actually such a crazy one. So for a very long time, I would have panic attacks on a full moon. This is like how it all started. Oh. I would have these panic attacks, and I never understood why. I was like, oh, I'm just anxious or whatever. But then I started realizing the pattern of it only really happening on that day. Huh. Um, and that also has to do with like my cancerian placements because cancers are ruled by the moon. So like my energy is always, always very focused around the moon cycle. So there was a full moon. I was working at a restaurant here in Nashville and I was super anxious. I wanted to go home so bad. And my friend came in with her mom and her mom is like an energy healer and also clairvoyant and a medium and all this stuff. And so we were kind of just chatting about it, like very casually. I was like, oh, yeah, I always have these like panic attacks on full moons. And she's like, do you mind if I like get into your energy and clear it for you? Like I can find out what happened. And I was like, yes, please. Like absolutely do it. Do what you got (laughs) to do. So she literally grabs my hand and I'm like serving on a busy night. She grabs my (laughs) hand and like feels my energy. But I was like, you know what? This needs to happen. So I don't care. And I just like literally opened myself to let her do it. And so it took her like a second and she goes, so you were the queen of Pompeii in a past life and you were sacrificed on a full moon by the king. And that's why you're like playing that out in your energy every full moon without realizing it. Oh, wow. Whoa. And I was like, hold on a second, Pompeii. And I stopped because my family, like Pompeii, there's a restaurant in Chicago. I'm like, downtown chicago that my grandma used to take me to when i was a kid and it's called pompeii and i used to love that restaurant and i always (laughs) felt very like called to this restaurant i went to school very close to this restaurant like when i went to college and stuff like that so it's always had this like big meaning and then she said that and i was like so i've actually known about this my whole life without knowing about it like it's so weird I know. And then I started like researching into who the queens in Pompeii are. There's not a lot of information, honestly, out there. I like have to continue doing research. Um, But it was, you know, it's all about being Italian. It's like, obviously, I'm Italian. And I have, um, there's a goddess named Diana, who is an Italian goddess. Yeah. And Diana had, I don't remember exactly, but had some part to play with Pompeii as well. And it's like, just this, it's all connected in, in some way. Um, so I started researching and like embracing it. And then I did a past life regression meditation. Have you ever done them? No, I, not. I want to. I want to. Can you they explain are, that a little? Yes, they, they're incredible. So basically, it's, it's almost like being like hypnosis in a way because you're in a meditation and you count back and they're usually guided. You can do them on your own, but they're usually guided. So they'll be like, they'll give you a scenario or like, in you're in nature and you're on this path and the path is glowing and there's water flowing down beside you and they'll like give you all these like things that you pay attention to and then they'll ask you to come up to a door and they're like okay open the door now look down and so because you're like in this state of meditation you're connected with yourself completely you literally look down and you'll know what shoes you're wearing if any and it's like then you scan up on your body and you'll see like what you're wearing and it'll connect you to a time period um and it's weird because I went and did this and I had like four or five past lives in one regression, but you remember it all. It's not like something, it's not like a dream where you wake up and you don't remember. Like once you unlock it, it's in your system and you're like, Oh my gosh. And then you can like explore it. But 
I highly recommend a regression just because it's so cool. <laughs> it's like one of huh. the coolest things I've ever done. That's but so I cool. Saw, I saw the goddess Pompeii scenario um, or queen scenario in this regression. And it was, I had like a servant who actually is my sister in this lifetime, but like not a servant, like an assistant or whatever. She's my real sister in this lifetime, but it was her energy. It was the weirdest thing. And then huh. so basically wow. I got like kidnapped. They put like a bag over my head while I'm in my bedroom in this castle. And then they take me to like this underground jail type thing and like hold me there until the sacrifice. And I like saw all this in a dream or not a dream in the regression. And it's like, how could I have like made this up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's come from somewhere. So it's so to fascinating. Be. I know it's really it's really cool to get into that side of spirituality and just like where we actually come from. Yeah, we have so many lives and even people with like newer souls and things like that, like there's still path to that, even if it's like from this lifetime, like when we're kids, that, that feels like a different life, literally, huh. you know, like childhood memories and things like that. It's like, yeah, that happened 20 years ago, but it's like basically another life. That's and so you so go through all this trying to connect with yourself. And I, it's just like such a cool journey to be on. I get crazy about the topic and just talk about it forever. So. No, it's so cool. <laughs> I was going to say, it's interesting that you mention. Um, so I, I do actually a lot of fiction writing. A lot of people don't know this, but whenever I pick names for characters, I tend to use, um, I don't know, either like translations. I use any like, so when you brought up the name Diana, um, it's kind of interesting because so one of my characters um, is kind of very like related to the moon and things like that. And so the, the name Diana actually means divine. And then the Roman God Diana is connected. It's the goddess of the hunt and the moon. So that's really interesting that you brought up Diana and then mentioned like the full moon because she's yeah. so connected to the moon. So that's just, that's so bizarre, but I love like looking and up names like that. That's so, that is really crazy that you say that, especially with me having my, all the cancer energy, which is like completely from the moon. Yeah. And then yeah, Diana, yeah. and then me telling a random story about me channeling Princess <laughs> Diana when I was a kid. Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> it's literally just all related. Like it all comes back to each other. And so yeah. it's like, even just in that connection, which was so crazy. I didn't even realize I talked about Princess Diana and then we're talking about Goddess Diana. It's like, what? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's so crazy how it all connects like that and that's just it too it's like it's truly divine timing and like divine connection that those things like circle back into each other and it's all related it's so cool I love it I will so I do want to ask do you like I mean obviously you write music you're a songwriter things like that like how do you if you have any advice or like how do you do you channel any of that into your music like how do you if you do you know yeah I feel like a lot of it has to do with processing it before I can put it in music that's fair um like processing the message that that I'm getting but I also will have like random like I was telling you how I get those headaches that's usually when I'm receiving a message yeah Um, and they're quick they're literally like two minute headaches like they're that quick because I just like receive the message and it goes away but I'll get like song lyrics just like sent to me that way or like hooks of a song or just like ideas for a concept or whatever it is they come to me that way as well and they do it a lot like I was suggesting with meditating and just having a notebook to like see what freely comes through yeah that's helped me a lot with channeling especially for music is like just being genuinely fully open and just receiving whatever comes to you naturally from you know the spirit world around you I uh it's it's so interesting you mentioned that because I so 
I work at a bar downtown. This is going to sound really bizarre, but one of our bartenders is like super, super spiritual. And I love, like, she's sweet. I love her. Um, I bonded with her pretty closely. Well, one time we were talking to this guy and this guy was like, oh yeah, like, you know, I own, you know, this house in the mountains. Um, I'm just visiting right now. Like started talking about it and I'm sitting there and I'm like getting this weird image of like him, like on his porch and like what he's wearing and all this stuff. And all of a sudden (laughs) the other girl looks at me and looks at him and goes, Hey, um, do you normally smoke a pipe while you're sitting on your back porch? And I immediately looked at her and she looks at me and she goes, don't think I'm crazy. And I said, later i mean later we were talking about it and he was like yeah i do she's like do you smoke this type of like tobacco and he was like yeah how did you know that and then later we're sitting and talking and i she goes you looked at me weird like i hope you don't think i'm crazy and i said no i literally saw the same thing like it was so weird like we started talking about it and i was like yeah was he wearing this hat and she's like yeah and then i was like wait was he wearing like this like these jeans she's like yeah and i was like wait it was so fucking weird weird, (laughs) that's like yeah, that's amazing that you were both able to pick up this same thing at the same it was time. Weird. Like that energy must have been so prominent for both of you to, to pick that up. It was so like so bizarre. Um, like that type of thing is like so bizarre. Um, and I was just like, wait, I love whoa, that, stuff. that was like the first I, time like, that it ever happened. Yeah. That, yeah, I literally live for scenarios like that. Like the weirder and creepier and cooler that it is, I I'm living. Like I'm living totally. for this. Like it's so cool it's it's so cool like i it's it's so interesting like the whole thing is just so fascinating but um okay so i kind of want to jump into um just kind of like your song that we're going to play in a little bit um obviously we can come back to this topic but i kind of want to jump more into your music and kind of talk about the uh ep slash single slash remix that we're going to i guess debut uh, (laughs) on our podcast yeah i guess way you're like accidentally debuting it that's incredible (laughs) that is truly divine timing you know like it just fell right into place i love it um yeah so i released a song in april i think um called never not miss you okay and the song itself is honestly about a really positive experience of a connection with someone in in any capacity really and just missing those times together um and it being one of those situations that's so good that you just don't get over it you know it's not like there was a rough crazy ending and it's miserable it was like genuinely just so good and ended on good terms so you you know you always kind of just like huh feel it and miss it and all that so that's what never not miss you's about okay and so we decided i had some friends of mine reach out about doing remixes of the song and i was like of course why not like <laughs> go for it <laughs> so when they sent them back i was shocked first of all they're incredible but two of the three remixes are definitely darker they have more of an edge to them okay it's crazy because the song overall is like supposed to be positive but then you put this like darker music on it and it makes it fit a different scenario you know what i mean so it's like that never not miss that version of never not miss you kind of makes you feel about a situation you missed that was a little bit harder or something along you know what i mean something along those lines where it's like it's bringing out other scenarios that you could miss someone and it's not just the happy one. Um, and they were just so good. The remixes were just so good that I was like, I have to, I have to put these out. I just like feel really called to share these like other vibes. So there's two that are a little bit darker. One of them is actually more peppy (laughs) and like happy. (laughs) So it's very different, very like diverse. And the EP is 
title is Never Not Miss You Till Death. Um, oh, and that's just cool. honestly me being dramatic and going into my darker era of music. So I felt like it was appropriate to kind of transition musically as I like grow and transition as an artist, like from, you know, the bright to the darker parts and like really sharing every part of me and not just the happy, exciting music. So that's awesome. I'm so excited to put these out. Let's, um, uh, I yeah. want to. Oh, sorry. I made to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're so good. I was just going to say it's coming out um, on the 20th. So there'll be four songs total. We have the old, or the old, uh, the original, Never Not Miss You, and then the three mi- remixes on there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, I also wanted to, because um, you mentioned like your friends contacted you. So go ahead and shout them out. Like if that's cool. Like yeah. I want to know who did the remixes, you know? Yes. Yeah, so... Okay, so one of them is my friend Ash Taylor, who lives in the UK. Um, okay. A queer producer, which I have a pride remix of my other song, Emotional. Ooh. And so anytime I can really, like, highlight or help or bring out a queer artist, like, I do it. Ooh, we so, love that. <laughs> I know. I, like, I feel, honestly, so I have a drummer here in Nashville, and he's wonderful. And he was like, can I open for you? And I was like, honestly, I, I have to have someone gay open for me. I can't have you open for me. <laughs> I was like, this is like, isn't in my flow for you. Like, it doesn't make sense for me to have you open for you. Anyway. That's so um, funny. So, so Ash Taylor and then uh, Enoch Yang did a remix as well. And he's also queer. So I was like, here we go. I've got two of them. And then my friend um, lives in India, actually, and is literally... Oh like 16 years old, super talented, contacted me. Uh, his name's Stop Tech, but his, honestly, I'm really bad at pronouncing his artist name, so I'm not going to screw it up, but I will <laughs> put it in all the notes here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And just incredible. Like, such a, how are you 16 or what I, I think he's around 16, but it's like, how are you that talented? Like, how are you bringing <laughs> this energy at 16? because Not i feel like i didn't who did like who brings that energy at 16 that's just like so like badass honestly so i'm like i need to include this just because you're out here like doing what you want to do and just like putting yourself out there at that age and i feel like that's like so i don't admirable and like wish i would have had that many like that much that amount of guts at 16 to just be like, yo, I'm doing this. Like, I don't know. I just love it. So that's so cool. Yeah. You, uh, the three. that's awesome. Yeah. Definitely, uh, shoot us like they're either like social media or just kind of how people can follow them. Uh, well, I mean, we'll like tag all of you guys. Um, I'll have Maddie, our lovely social media manager, yeah. this Maddie, <laughs> the other Maddie is like a researcher, but I will have this Maddie, um, tag you guys, um, and just kind of promote your stuff. But what is your, what are your handles on social media? Just so we know. So Mallory's emotional for pretty much everything. It's Mallory's cool. emo on Twitter. Cause you know, Twitter's real short, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mallory's emotional on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Even I'm trying to get really into TikTok because I love it. Yeah. yeah. Us like too. <laughs> we, we do. I can, I can sit on TikTok in my bed and just like hysterically laugh for like, hours Same. and I'm like all the sudden time's gone and I'm like I just went all the time laughing at TikTok <laughs> yep we're the same way um yeah it's my favorite social media platform now yep seriously it's so good and like people are just so creative and wild on there I'm like I Definitely. love this energy 
It's so cool. I love it. All right. So, well, it looks like that's all the time uh, that we have for now. And so, well, I guess we're going to listen to your song here coming up. I'm so excited for everybody to hear it and to hear the EP. Thank you for premiering it on this show. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, well, it was it was nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Yes, it was amazing talking to you both. Thank you again for having me. This was super fun. Totally. Yeah, of course. you a playlist and knew it'd be a favorite cause no one got me like you did now i'm scrolling through all those songs looking for where we went wrong wondering if you miss me too you know how good now i got my headphones and always thinking back to when we had each other my only issue never not miss you are back um after listening to the fabulous song by mallory pacific and so now yeah so now we're gonna kind of segue into talking about astrology and talking about birth charts and birth signs and things like that um so yeah our lovely new member of the team who is also named maddie (laughs) so i am sandwiched between two maddies which i can't decide if i like it or not but <laughs> oh wow <laughs> no i'm kidding i i love it i'm just teasing i want an entire team of maddie's actually that we would get a lot done um so that being said 
Uh, my girlfriend actually has joined the team. Uh, she's a really good researcher and she listens to a lot of podcasts and kind of knows, I don't know, the su- successful flow of podcasts. Um, it's kind of like uh, Eva from That's Why We Drink, uh, who's kind of not necessarily their ser- secretary, but like their researcher. And so she's more of our researcher um, where she'll kind of just research different topics that have like historical significance and whatever else that we need help with, <laughs> which is probably yeah. a lot, but <laughs> and so, you'll yeah. get to know her even more in our next episode, which is also our first season finale. Yes, actually. So you will, you will get to learn more about her, um, which after this episode, you'll probably never hear from her again because she is very in the background. She's not, she, she's a Leo, which is interesting, but she's more the cancer side of Leo. So she's a lot more reserved than I am. <laughs> yeah i i don't know if i could date somebody similar to me i mean obviously we're similar enough to where it works but she's not like me all the time which is can be a lot for some people so anyway that being said um so she ended up writing um kind of a brief history of astrology and so this is from astrologers.com <laughs> and which i feel like is a good source um Okay, so it says the Babylonians are credited with the birth of astrology. Their astrological charts help them predict the reoccurrence of seasons and certain celestial events. It was introduced to the Greeks in the 4th century BC, and through studies of Plato, Aristotle, and others, astrology came to be regarded as a science. Romans embraced astrology and gave the zodiac signs their names that are used today, and it was eventually spread worldwide. Earlier earliest astrology was used to predict weather patterns primarily for agricultural purposes it was eventually brought in to include forecasts of natural disasters war and other events it then progressed to be used as a council for kings and emperors and has grown from there the word zodiac is derived from the greek language and translates to circle of animals early astrologers believe that it took 12 lunar cycles or months for the sun to return to its original position and identified 12 constellations that were linked to the progression of the seasons and assigned them names of certain animals and persons. The signs of the Zodiac are divided into four groups. Fire signs, which is Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo. Water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Air signs, which are Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, and then Earth signs, which is Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. So yeah, so that's that's the history. That's awesome. I didn't know a lot of that. I didn't either, actually. So that that's why we have a researcher. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting to just learn about, you know, just different things like this and talking to Mallory too. It's like yeah, Ace and I kind of got the bug a little bit, so we decided to look up our own birth charts and see our big three and who we're supposed to be or slash who we are because of the time and place we were born. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's one of those things that gets kind of a lot of shit. Um, where basically, I don't know, people kind of think it's like super witchy like it can be or like super gimmicky or some way to like make money or different stuff like that not to get too dark but it's probably because mostly women that are interested in it (laughs) yeah that's a good point that women that is primarily well queer people too but yeah well yeah i mean 
that and like also it's because like i don't know it's just kind of interesting um because i mean a lot of people in christianity i actually saw something posted the other day where it's like oh like you shouldn't believe in astrological signs because jesus is the only sign or something hang on actually i'm gonna pull that up but um basically there's apparently a lot of christians who um like believe that you can't follow zodiac and jesus at the same time um which is a little concerning yeah kind of weird um it said christians we can't follow jesus and our zodiac slash horoscope put your faith back in god (laughs) like what like i i don't understand that part like someone said i agree following zodiac signs is very dangerous leave the zodiac alone let christ rule and guide us anyway i'm not here to make fun of christianity but like you know what i mean it's one of those things where everybody puts so much like negative emphasis i just don't understand why like why couldn't you believe in both exactly i don't understand i don't understand that either but again it's one of those things where it's like okay well it's super accurate i think it's because okay so basically what happens is these people who follow the certain belief that you can't believe in like Christianity and Zodiac is because of, I was about to say the Zodiac killer. No, because of, sorry, because of, um, they see it as predicting the future. Um, and so like that's considered a witchcraft, which is like negative in the Bible. Oh, so that's kind of why, um, that's at least like the, the feeling i get but anyway oh, yeah, i remember that now because like i was raised catholic and you're not supposed to get any tarot readings <laughs> either oops um which i literally just did actually i had mallory give me a me too reading. i did that oh, too you did? yeah yeah so it was wait, pretty great wait are you are you comfortable with people knowing what you're oh doing? yeah yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Um, well, do you want to start on our birth charts and then go into the reading so that way it kind of make they have a bit more background? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. That'll okay. be good. I didn't realize that you did that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to because um, you did it and I don't know, it seemed great because like I, I do read tarot cards, but I'm really not great at it yet. Um, I really just kind of read for myself most times, so... Yeah, she's a lot better okay. at it than I am, <laughs> by all means. Yeah, she was, like, super thorough, and it kind of, like, scared me in a good Same. way. Same. <laughs> all right. So, let's, um, do you want to do your chart first, or do you want me to do mine? Either way, whatever. I can do mine real quick. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so my fire sign, which is your main sign, I guess. You mean your sun sign? My sun sign. Wow. My sun sign, which is like main sign, is Leo, which is a fire sign. Which makes a lot of sense if you know Ace at all. <laughs> or even if you don't know Ace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very loud. And then I'm trying to think. Like, actually, next week I'm dyeing my hair in neon blue and yellow. It's great. Um, So then my ascending sign is also Leo. and then which i don't know what that means i'm not gonna lie i really don't know what that means but then uh my moon sign is aquarius 
my Mercury sign is Leo, my Venus sign is Gemini, and Mars is Cancer. I don't know what half of these mean. Oh, you are going <laughs> way farther than I thought. Oh, <laughs> I, was I was wondering. Big, big three. Oh, oops. Maddie, Maddie so, did her research. The other yeah, Addie. Like she it. like well, went in depth, so which is great. So, from what I understand, your sun sign like is how you act in day to day life. Which is yeah, that makes sense. Um, your ascending sign or your rising sign is how you present yourself in social situations. Oh yeah, and like when you wake up for the day, like your first thought and what you do first. That makes sense. Yes, Leo. Leo makes sense for you. <laughs> and then your moon sign is how you feel about yourself and how you are on the inside. Interesting. Which makes sense for you too with Aquarius, because Aquarius is very like sensitive and emotional. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So Maddie, again, doing research, wrote what each sign means. So like Sun sign, Moon sign, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Okay. I just saw this. I'm sorry. I'm the worst at reading. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess let me explain. Since you already explained the sun ascending and moon sign, let me do Mercury, Venus, and Mars, which is interesting. So, Mercury is represents communication and logical spirit. Venus represents interests and emotions, values, and sharing with others. And Mars represents the desire for action and physical energy. Well, huh. that kind of makes sense because my Venus and Mars are both Leo. Ah, see, my Venus is a Gemini and my Mars... Oh, Mercury is a Leo. Venus, which is communication, logical spirit. And then Venus is Gemini. And then Mars is Cancer. Okay, my Mercury is Virgo. Oh, interesting. Kind of makes sense, though. I It makes sense to have a little bit of Virgo in me. Just a little. So, yeah. No, it definitely does. So, I guess I'm going to read. So, just like a brief thing. Uh, so, Leo's son is masterful, likes authority, and aspires towards ideals. Uh, give advice, are honest, frank, loyal, and open and sincere. Possible issues, pride, vanity, arrogance, presumption, and disdain for others. <laughs> wow. I mean, except... I mean, I, uh, am I vain? I don't know. Anyway. I... Well, I don't think that vain always has to be a bad thing. I think That's true. Well, you are an entertainer, and as an entertainer, you have to be a little bit narcissistic because you have to convince people you're worth looking at. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Okay. Um, and then Moon and Aquarius is sociable, intelligent, lucid, have many friends in our modern... I don't know what that means. Original, in- inventive, nonconformist, and is likely to bring new life to everything they do. I don't understand saying I'm modern. Modern? Yeah, that's one of the things. It says sociable, intelligent, lucid. They have many friends and are modern, original, inventive, and nonconformist. So, I mean, I guess that means like creating things for the times. I don't know. Okay. That's kind of interesting. And then Mercury and Leo. Well, I don't have to read those, but... Because I want to get to yours. So I guess if you just want to do like the sun and moon. And rising, right? Yeah, I don't have that one on here. 
Leo is a rising sign. So this is going to be my rising sign. So, which is also Leo. So Leo as a rising sign could be called fortunate. When you're at your best, you're confident, generous, and attractive to others because of your warmth. With Leo rising, you've got the radiance of the sun at your front door. You carry yourself confidence and are naturally encouraging to others. Okay. I definitely see that for myself. Yeah, I see it too. That makes sense. Self-aware, optimistic. Um... I'm body conscious. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Awkward. Um. Anyway, uh, this desire to oversee goings on in their circle can sometimes amount to bossiness. If this desire doesn't go too far, however, can just mean a person who wants to make sure the people they love are all right. Okay, that's definitely me. Anyway, uh, tendency to overestimate estimate things and themselves is generally present. Wow, this is actually really accurate. <laughs> anyway, okay, so read yours. Okay, so um, my sun sign is a Libra, which I feel like really hits. Yes, it does. And, <laughs> um, that's just me. I don't know. Um, Libra, oh wait, <laughs> I'm messing up. I'm sorry, I'm trying to read talk at the same time and it's not going no you're good wait also sorry let me back up the um the thing i got christians can't follow zodiac or and jesus is from godly dating 101 podcast why were you looking at that i was not listening to i just saw a post by somebody and i was like hello it's one of my groups um actually one of my witchy like slash zodiac groups so Anyway, that's anyway. Where it's from. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. But <laughs> okay, so read yours. Okay, so my big three I'm a Libra sun, which tracks. Makes sense. If you know me at all. Yes. I'm a Gemini rising. Ooh, what does that mean? And oh, you will, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an Aries moon. So I got a lot of energy in these three. Huh. Not as much as two Leos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so the sun is in Libra. So Okay. Um, I'm thought to be sociable and somewhat intellectual. Just somewhat intellectual, apparently. Oh. Yikes. No, it, <laughs> I was just making that dramatic. No, I know. Um, they have an almost innocent way about them that makes them very approachable. Okay. Oh, well. Um, in theory, Libras are peace-loving. In practice, they can quietly stir up all sorts of trouble with their ways. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not me. Um, they enjoy balance in their lives, and they like to seek the middle ground. Okay, yes, that's um, for you. And because of that, they end up trying to be everything to everyone, so that they get a bad reputation. Okay. While trying to actually do while trying to be like good intention, they get a bad reputation. A hundred percent you. Yes. Yes. Um, they are not comfortable with direct and malicious trickery. Yes. But they feel totally justified when they lie in order to avoid making waves. I don't yeah. feel like I lie, but you know, that's fair. I, I don't, um, I don't really think you 
do. I think he would to like protect somebody, but like I don't think he would just like flippantly. Flippantly? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what's funny. You know who I said, what? Me? Just a second ago. Well, yeah. it says, um, Libras are experts at avoiding being the one to blame. When confronted, they'll calmly and reasonably say, what? Me? <laughs> no, I just want peace. Go up your head to call me out like that. That is so funny. Um, But it says some more powerful signs may consider Libra a little on the weak side. This is all a matter of opinion, however, because without Libra, life simply wouldn't be as fair. Okay. Um, I think in I think in relative terms instead of absolute. Okay. Um, I have to learn to live in the moment, but I value justice, equality, and fairness more than any other sign. Huh. I could and I yeah. come across very civilized and rather refined. Yes. I, I see um, that, especially through, like, your clothing and stuff. Oh, thanks. Because sometimes I just feel like a hot mess. But <laughs> it, Me too. Or, like, there's this TikTok song that I love that she can't release it because it's something with her record label. Oh. And she, the hook is chill. I ain't got none. But if I'm going to be a mess, I'm a hot one. Ooh. I like that. I love it. Okay, so quick side note after you read that. So I did a quick Google search on church, a search on like if you should like share your tarot reading, and apparently we both have to ask Mallory. Oh. To see if that's okay. I'm sure she won't her. mind, so we can go ahead and record it, and then if she like minds for some reason, we can erase it. Okay, that sounds. If good. that's cool. So yeah, so. It also says, so I, I saw mixed opinions if you should like post your tarot reading or not. I mean, I feel like kind of for, I don't know. I feel like it might be interesting and help other people learn. That's what I was thinking. And mine kind of directly relates to my career that I want. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely down to read mine. Um, and obviously you seem down to read yours. So, <laughs> so some of the bad things about me... Wait, actually, hold on. Oh, God. I just came signed as Eminem, too. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, you have the same sign as Eminem. I didn't know what I heard. <laughs> yep. It's okay. I was born on the same day as Obama. I was born on the same day as Avril Lavigne. I remember that. I remember That's you saying pretty that. pretty cool. Why is it so hard to just find a list? I feel bad Maddie did like a long time of research for me. <laughs> You're fine. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Now I'm ready. So another positive trait of mine is I am very romantic as a Libra. Yes. And I like kindness and I like outdoor activities and to be social. Okay. That makes sense. Why dislike? For uh, violence, injustice, confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And some of my weaknesses. Sorry, I'm just like. No, you're good. I'm out of it, kind of. Um, I'm indecisive. Okay. I can be moody and needy when it comes to love. Okay. And I can be too egotistical. Huh. 
Yay. Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, so did you do your right? Yeah, you did your rising next. Okay. I did. So I'm a Gemini rising. Which oh. This is why people still think I'm two-faced when I'm not. I'm a Libra and a Gemini. Yeah, I, I could kind of see that. Not that you're two-faced, um, so, but why people think you're two-faced. Yeah, because I think I'm lying to them when I'm not. But anyways, <laughs> uh, people perceive me as talkative, bright, and curious. This is what cracks me up. You are probably the social media expert of your group. Oh, okay. You are always doing 18 things at once and working on multiple projects. <laughs> me too, bitch. <laughs> Being one of the double signs, like Libra, you could sometimes come off as two different people, but that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Interesting. Jesus. Um, I have boundless energy and inexhaustible resources and a highly creative mind that can spit out ideas a mile a minute, but I get overwhelmed by the desire to do everything. Oh, this is actually to do- pretty accurate. Yeah, <laughs> this is me. <laughs> Yeah, because I try to do everything at once, and that's impossible. Yeah, this is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my moon sign. I'm an Aries moon, so again, a lot of energy here. Huh. Yeah, um, definitely a lot. so funny is I used to say I didn't like Aries. Oh, that's awkward. My uh, my high school boyfriend was an Aries. Uh... So I just like wore off all people that were Aries and it turns out I am one. I did that with a Pisces. I did that with Aquarius too and you and Pisces <laughs> both have Aquarius in your signs. So. Yep. Nice. Some people are just horrible and it has nothing to do with their signs. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I mean, I feel like everybody uh, like puts themselves down if they have the same sign as Hitler. So like <laughs> oh shit yeah Aries is the same sign oh I didn't Hitler. know that that was just a shot in the dark really? oh I that was a bad that. that was a bad pun right there thanks for calling me out <laughs> no 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 I wasn't calling you I was just saying like I'm sure there's a lot of people no <laughs> I just looked that up today because I was trying to find an album release date and one of them was oh this is Hitler's birthday and I was like Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Yikes. let's not that. Yikes. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I guessed. I don't know how the fuck I guessed that. <laughs> wow. You're becoming very in touch with your spirituality. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say with Hitler, and I was like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yikes. Yikes. Anyway, Anyways, going back, uh the reason I said that is because not every single person that like you I don't know, not every single person that has that sign is gonna be a horrible person. <laughs> but then it ended up being his sign. And then it ended up being his sign. <laughs> I don't know how I did that. That was weird. That Yikes. was weird. Yikes. Anyway, apparently, okay. since I'm an Aries moon, I'm known for my impulsive and fiery disposition. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of deep down. I feel like I don't present that way, but deep down. You uh, don't present I that know. way. No. But deep down, yes. Yes. <laughs> And I'm hot-headed. Again, I don't present that, but I am a little hot-headed. Yes. Like, the, <laughs> the little, like, when you light the dynamite, 
the little what the wick is long. So you have a long fuse, is what you're trying to say? Yes, but once it's the end of it, it's not good. Yep. Um, I know what I want. You do. I do. Um, I'm emotionally satisfied by excitement, spontaneity, and victory, whatever that means to me. Huh. I could see that. <laughs> having an Aries moon may feel like having a beautiful yet temperamental child living inside of you who always has to go first and get what they want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I have to merge that with my strength of the maturity of another sign. But yeah, that's my big three. Okay. Nice. That's yeah, that's pretty so. accurate. It is, sadly. There's red me for Phil. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, that that's pretty accurate. But yeah, and if you guys are interested, just look it up on Cafe Astrology. Please sponsor <laughs> us. Give okay. you like Oh god, I wish. And they will give you paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of what all of it means. And all for free, which is really nice. Yes, and you can even do a love chart with the person that you're with. And I did mine in Brandon's, and it was like, you guys are meant to be, but you're both hella stubborn. <laughs> sounds like, about wow, right. it's accurate. <laughs> yes, that that sounds about right. Um, Okay, so now we're going to each read. So Mallory uh, does tarot readings. Tarot and so... Sorry, I took like an awkward swallow there. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I was just like, did I forget what? No. <laughs> I was just awkwardly taking a very long swallow. <laughs> uh, that was weird. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into um, some tarot readings that Mallory Pacific does, um, which is the guest so, we have on the show. Yeah, do you want to go first? Like, what did you sure. do reading for specifically? So, okay, so let me say that we individually uh, decided to get readings from her. Um, and you can find her on Facebook at Mallory Pacific. And she does a lot of spiritual things. She does a lot of tarot readings, does a lot of um, different types of readings, actually. And so, and they're all pretty decent price, too. So, that being said, um, okay, so I did mine. I just kind of said, like, um, she was like, hey, what uh, particular? And I said, spiritual journey my personal journey or my career i said whatever you feel drawn to um and so she said let's see okay so as i was preparing for your reading the king of pentacles fell out this is one of the most successful cards in the deck representing wealth and abundance do you see that possibility for yourself can you see the most successful version of you now king of pentacles is inviting you to begin to create uh, what looks like for you in order to make that version of yourself reality sooner rather than later. And then two ace cards came up in the reading. You can't make this stuff up too. Not only did the ace cards represent a fresh start, a new journey, a clean slate, you have fire and earth energy with an ace of wands and an ace of pinnacles. The fire energy is calling out your passions, desires, and actionable energy. What simple things can you do to take action now. Also, I do want to step out of this reading real quick and say we did ask permission to share these. Um, and both of us are sharing them for educational pur- purposes because there is kind of a 
divide in the community on whether or not you should share them. But one thing you should always ask before you share like your tarot reading, it, like publicly, is ask the person that did the reading for you. So we yeah. did ask. We did ask Mallory, uh, and she was fine with it. So it's educational, and since we both kind of asked about our careers, it's also discussion. Totally. Yeah. 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 So okay. So let me go back into it. Um. So last thing I said. Ace cards represent a fresh start, new journey, a clean slate, and you have fire and earth energy with the Ace of Wands and the Ace of Pentacles. The fire energy is calling out your passions, desires, and actionable energy. What simple things can you do to take action now, paired with the earthly energy of planning, preparing, and grounding? Both of these cards surround the Empress reversed. This placement of the Empress symbolizing a block, specifically creatively in your flow, and receiving and being overdoing. It is as if you feel called to take the steps forward, but keep stopping yourself to check the scenery around you. While it is nice to stop and smell the roses, as they say, now is the time to blindly continue forward no matter how scary it feels. It is the opportunity to embody the truest and highest version of yourself. Then two of pentacles, page of wands, and eight of pentacles all came out reversed, which is representative of yourself and your inner work. You have tried to balance... uh, You've worked hard to get to this point. You're starting to see it pay off as you start to really align with what you know is your truth. Page of wand, page of wands stands tall using the wand. Uh oh, hang on, sorry, I actually clicked it. Uh, page of wands stands tall using the wand as a support to help along the journey in the reverse position. This is internal. Do you finally feel like you know cur- connect with? and love yourself as is unconditionally if you're not fully there yet it is encouraging you to keep doing that keep going you'll be surprised to see all that you allow in as you set these boundaries stemming from what you believe and deserve uh to support messages earlier in this reading the angel of balance came through confirming your need to balance your passions with action and planning those ace cards and she put a winky face i am showing self-love is a priority for you and if you're struggling to be able to prioritize simply start small and work your way up it becomes addicting uh, just as falling in love does perhaps adding a five minute morning meditation or 10 minutes of stretching just be able to slow down and just feel allow this to be a place of safety and security for you as you build up it will become your favorite part of the day it is imperative to show yourself um, the amount of care you show others be gentle be compassionate be loving and be kind to yourself Think of yourself as the child version of yourself. What do they need? Give them that now because if uh, if I never too late. Oh, I'm assuming if is never too late. By doing this, you will see everything around you start to change, both in your perspective and also in abundance. It will start to release stress and focus more on gratitude, love, and light. This is really a really beautiful time for you. Be proud of how much work you have done with yourself to get to this point. The rest is easy. It's just a simple shift in focus. Small shifts leading to big results in your reality. So get ready because the wheels are in motion. It's already happening. You just have to fully let it in. So yeah, um, this is super accurate to the point where I'm mad. Uh, <laughs> like, it's accurate in the fact that like, I don't know, I sometimes keep myself from doing stuff. Like I sometimes, one big thing for me, and I'm going to be like super personal, is like, I keep myself from doing music. I don't really know why. I think it's just because I'm scared that like it will go well. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird self-deprecating yeah. thing um, that I have. 
And I do definitely have like a creative block, which like I feel like, again, like I'm the one that put that there. And so that's actually like super, super fucking um, correct. Like that's super on point um that she read that so that's really interesting uh what else did they say uh and i'm using uh they and she interchangeably because mallory uses she and they pronouns but that being said um so i'm trying to think but yeah so it's it's super accurate actually um because i'm also really my therapist would 100 percent tell you this and 100 percent just like tease me about it i am terrible at self-care um i'm horrible at self-care like i'm so used to taking care of other people and i'm so used to making other people happy that it's like i forget about myself most times so yeah i really have to like try hard to do stuff for myself like i really have to try hard to listen to myself and be like oh shit like actually you know what i need to like take a break now or i need to you know do this or not to go not go to so many events or not do so many things um I don't know it's just hard for me so it's it's interesting those two things uh have definitely come up and so yeah also this is super embarrassing i thought somebody was knocking at my door but it's literally just me bouncing my leg and shaking the table so for the longest time i thought somebody was knocking at the door and i'm like who the fuck needs me i'm like why and then i was like oh i'm so dumb (laughs) that's funny anyway so yeah so i mean that yeah i feel like that's all pretty accurate honestly yeah i could see that which is nice i mean it's it's interesting but also like really frustrating because like i don't know that's also kind of one of the things um that i worked with like loki on is just kind of sitting there and being like okay what do you need to tell me and that was one of the things where they were like okay dummy like stop stopping yourself basically like you help others why don't you help yourself as much and i was like oh fuck you <laughs> like i was like oh really <laughs> so yeah so i don't know it's yeah, just kind of nice i mean neither of us really know mallory so it's not like she could ha- or she and i don't know what i'm saying it's not like she could have just been like oh i know this is what they want to hear yeah I, it definitely is on un, very unbiased um and like obviously like yeah she met us a little bit from the podcast but like that was really it neither of us actually know her in person like physically which is kind of funny um i've just seen her posts and like she's always very nice and like actually reached out to us so it's one of those things where it's like completely unbiased yeah definitely okay so read yours okay so i'll read mine and then i'll say why it's very accurate um but yeah so while shuffling the deck as i prepared to start the ten of swords reverse fell out this represents you feeling called to make a change but feeling resistant towards taking the steps to get there you know what you need to do but are putting it off it's not out of fear are people around you not supporting a potential unconventional change oh side note i asked about my career <laughs> oh no <laughs> nice um if this change or opportunity has not presented itself yet perhaps it's because there's something you're holding on to and refusing to let go of in order to make space for the next chapter this is actually one of the most balanced readings i've ever done remember i'm a libra i'm balanced (laughs) yeah really yin yang yeah i know yin yang reverse came through representing your inner need for balance (laughs) 
It's going to be important to balance planning and allowing room for surprise. This ability to flow through change and energies will be much easier once your attachment to your past and also the attachment to the way things should be or what you've been made to feel they should be. There are many different opportunities ahead, and perhaps that is why you are feeling some uncertainty of which path to take. It's going to be really important to connect back with yourself and check in with what path feels the least resistance and also feels good. There are many opportunities for success and financial abundance in front of you. Again, these feel a little clouded, so it may be hard to see them at this moment. Stand firmly in knowing what you know that you know which way to go. I know that it feels very unstable and like you're juggling or back and forth about ideas, but that is the inner self-doubt and fear trying to deter you from the past. The temple path card is showing that you can and will get your get there, but will you let yourself? The sacral chakra energy card came up in the center, which represents creativity, inspiration, and also self-love. I always recommend when chakras come up in a reading to do a meditation, even five minutes to tap into this energy and bring forth the messages that are inside of you. Connecting this way with yourself will show that you are able to trust yourself in your inner light. Also wearing orange over the next few days or eating orange foods will help spark your ideas. Okay, so side note. I'm not done with this reading yet, but she said to do that meditation yeah. for five minutes. Okay. And I've really not like ever done meditation. Um, really? But I did. Yeah. Huh. Well, I've tried, but my mind won't relax <laughs> yeah i mean it is or kind of like a song in my head <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of like a muscle like you you have to like work out the muscle if that makes sense so like because i mean obviously like your brain has muscles your brain you know is an organ and so it's one of those things yeah. where like you really have to try even if it's for like two minutes at a time and you're just like okay and it's not necessarily clearing your mind it's just kind of letting things go and kind of like focusing on like the here and now if that makes sense i do a lot of, i do a lot of it in therapy like my therapist is huge on it so that's as yeah. as i know but anyway i'm sorry well i did it this time and it was successful nice but i did a guided one where it was like what are your spirit guides trying to tell you and it's funny that she said orange too because when i did it it was like, what do you, like, you're in a field and what, there's something walking up to you. Like, what is it? And what is it saying to you? And I had an orange fox walk up to me. Ooh. And the fox said, go for it. Oh. And then I looked up, what does it mean to see a fox in a meditation? The red fox specifically. And it means that you need to act on your dream. It's also a symbol of Loki as well which is interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Because they, so unlike uh, Marvel, they actually have red hair, um, is like how the actual deity looks uh, to most people. Obviously, they're a shapeshifter on purpose. But that being said, they're often now associated with foxes because of kind of like the trickery aspect where it's like a fox isn't all conniving and trickery. Like they yeah. are like fuzzy as well. So if that makes sense. So that's, that's really interesting. Like specifically in, an orange fox like that's that is like relating to loki that's fascinating anyway but okay now i'll keep going <laughs> I yeah go ahead independent and almost all of the cards are singular people not groups so when it comes to your career you may find that working for others is no longer working for you <laughs> huh 
Yikes. Although you <laughs> It's not a good sign for us, no. <laughs> no, it's teasing. saying but singular people. And I'm not working for you. I'm working with you. Wait, read that part again. I'm so sorry. I think I totally heard that backwards. I kept being told independence and almost all of the cards are singular people, not groups. So when it comes to your career, you may find that working for others is no longer working for you. Oh, my God. I totally heard that wrong. I'm so sorry. I heard with others. I did not hear for others. So I was like, wow, that's a bad sign for our podcast. I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm really sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so hyper. I had a coffee. I'm sorry. I can tell because I didn't have a coffee. I'm like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm listening. I promise. Although you've learned many lessons and gained the skills you needed to learn, reporting to someone else is no longer serving you. Take that energy and run with it. This could be starting your own business or diving farther into one that you've started. Really making that leap into the unknown and taking a chance on yourself. Either way, your independence and self-love are important to focus. Oh, wait, are important. So focus on that and the rest will fall into place. You lead, the rest will follow. Okay. Lastly, the card of blossoming came through. This card represents the full flower moon. During full moons, we tend to release the old and charge ourselves to prepare for the new. This also is representative of all the work you've put in. It is now time to see all that you've created over time and shift it into a business that will work for you. Instead of working for something... Be gentle, be open to receive, be in the flow, and let it work for you. You've done the work, now it's time to reap the benefits. Also, the faith card, full moon as well, came through. Hmm. Trust yourself. Trust what's coming. Trust that you know what's right. Trust that it'll work. Trust that you can do it. Trust that you have what you need. Trust divine timing. Trust the path. <laughs> Just really getting people to trust you. <laughs> and Maybe least, you need that. Time to- <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's time to nurture yourself and your dreams. There's literally no better time to take that step now. And then she said that the energy was intense, not in a bad way. And she just kept hearing the same messages over and over. So Spirit really wanted me to hear that. Huh. That's so um, cool. So, yeah. So, basically, why that's relevant to me, which I told her this. Um, so... This job that I had, uh, it went a little weird. <laughs> yeah. And I did it for social media, and then it changed to booking all of a sudden. And It, it was just really bizarre. Beat, it was bizarre, and it started to kind of beat me down, and it kind of went, I don't know if this is what I wanted. Well, I knew I didn't want to do booking, but I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to work for other artists (laughs) yeah i i don't blame you on that one i want to and it's i've made this discovery but i keep going back on myself and then every time i tell somebody they're supportive and i don't expect them to be and it's really odd (laughs) but i'm like i want to be an entertainer and that's what i want to do like i want to have a podcast and i want to be a singer songwriter and i don't care if i'm ever famous but I'd like to make enough money where I don't have to work at other places. <laughs> I could just do that. Yeah. 
And I say that and I expect people to be like, oh, that's absurd. What are you thinking? But everybody's like, well, yeah. Duh. Right. We knew that. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Well, I didn't. (laughs) I mean, I feel like you kind of knew it. I mean, obviously, it's like a very scary thing to think about. uh, So I don't blame you. It's hard because I knew it. This I I knew it, but just turning into a therapy session now. But <laughs> I already feel like I don't know. It's like this, and I know it's in my own head, but it's like this weird self doubt thing. That's like you've already beaten the odds by being from a small town, and I already feel like extremely lucky. And sometimes I have guilt about what I've gotten and where I've come. I get that. It's it's weird. It's like I left my small town to pursue this, but I almost feel guilty for what I have. Even though it's not much. (laughs) I mean, it's great. I'm thankful for it. But it's like weird. It's like I almost feel like I don't deserve it. Do you think it's because of a personal thing? I mean, also, I mean, duh, it's partially personal. But do you think it's also because of, like, a woman thing? Like, I'm not, like, trying to, like... Yeah, like, it's imposter syndrome. Either, like, women or, like, queer people uh, in general. <laughs> yeah, like, that imposter syndrome where you're yeah. like, oh. But and then I'm like, you know, which I literally have a song about it called Bits that's going to be coming out. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, like I've done all these like why do I think that way and also in Nashville being an entertainer is a viable career option it really is a lot of people like don't think it is but I mean it can be absolutely and even like with TikTok you can have one video blow up and that's your job now yeah like it's easier than ever to be an entertainer so that's what I'm it trying is. to do now. Hi, hello. Uh, please <laughs> recommend this podcast to your friends so I can, like, stop doing my city side jobs. <laughs> yeah. Also, what is your artist's name? I want to shout it out. I know we share stuff on occasion, but still. Um, it's Madeline Kate right now, but it might be. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, anything, um, like, similar uh, they can still look for. Yeah. So, it's Madeline Kate, and it's been Madeline Kate for some years, but... I've learned that it's kind of hard because Madeline is spelled so many different ways and mine is not the most common way. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I I didn't think about that until now. That's why you're a marketer. (laughs) Yeah. And my last name is going to be changing to Diamond in November 2022. Hell yeah, it is. And as as a marketer, it's like, holy shit, that's a gold mine. So I guess I am going to be changing my artist name. Um, I'm going to be changing it to Maddie Diamond. The M-A-D-I. Oh, see, I didn't even know that distinction. Yeah, I just came up with that recently. And because the diamond's like extra, you know, but like then the Maddie's back to my Midwest roots. So I still kind of feel small town, but I'm extra i respect that i like that so yeah but i'm i don't know if i want to do that for this next album or if i want to wait but 
I don't know. This is a therapy session. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Honestly, like that's sometimes how this podcast goes, and that's that's great. Well, I mean, also we're on the phone, so it just feels like I'm talking to my best friend on the phone about life, and I feel like we're actually recording. Yeah, right. And because of now me realizing I want to be an entertainer, I'm going to be getting my ass up and playing more shows. Hell yeah, you are. Being a hermit. So actually, <laughs> I think it's September 1st. It's the first Wednesday of September. So I hope, let me look. So anyway, I am playing a showcase. It is called. Yeah, it's the first. Okay, cool. It's called Written Rhythm Live. They only do it once a month. Wait, so Written Rhythm Live. Yes. Okay. They have an Instagram. They don't have a Facebook. Um, but the first Wednesday of every month, they at a local bar, they host like a writer's showcase. Ooh, okay. So I was, I am playing that. And nice. And Madeline Kate. And you get to play three songs. And the third song, they have a house band. And they play the third song with you. Oh, hell yeah. It's kind of like a, I don't want to say karaoke. That's kind of rude but it's like i know a lot of well a lot of venues do like quote-unquote karaoke that way where like they'll have a house band and they'll have you have it as basically the backing track if that makes sense okay yeah Yeah. so i mean it's called karaoke but sometimes i don't know what the actual term is called i guess just a backing band but yeah that's so cool i love that so i will be playing um miss hollywood and then i will also be playing my newest single like a rock song that's the Sweet. one they're going to be doing the backing for. That's so cool. Fun. And then a newer song, but I haven't decided which song yet because I'll probably decide like 20 minutes before I <laughs> go there because that's how I am. I'll make a decision and then I'll change my mind 500 times. I mean, you still got time, so it'll be good. But I that's do. so exciting. We'll, uh, we'll definitely make sure to like share everything on Instagram and Facebooks and everything. Thanks. I got to get better about posting on my own personal pages too, because now I got to market myself. True. Which is harder because nobody's like expecting you to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So we are going to finish this episode. I don't know how to finish. (laughs) I know. I had to make a slip of shit. Okay, well, thank so you for listening to our intimate phone call. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. We are going to link um, Mallory's and Maddie's and really everybody's uh, social media down below on our different posts and our various platforms. So, see you yeah, next time. So keep an eye out and keep an eye out for in two weeks our first season finale. Holy shit! Hell That's yeah! This far, it's gonna be great. So. All right. Until then, I don't know. Drink water. Be safe. I don't know. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye.